Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. It is Wednesday, August 30th. We are here live. It is time for Destination Health. It's Destination Health all day long. We'll be here until we run out of questions or 11 o'clock, whichever comes first. Then we will head on over to Twitter or X for a space today as well. It's all health all day. And uh, it looks like for the moment, at least, I've got Lauren here with me. Lauren, are you hunkered down? (laughs) We are hunkering down. We started seeing some of these outer bands coming our way from this hurricane. I'd say just this morning, really. I think at 5.30, I woke up to the sound of rain um, coming sideways onto the window. Oh, boy. So, so far... so good. It's a little drier than I thought it would be right now. So uh, just a lot of wind and a lot of, you know, debris. You've spent a lot of your life in Florida, right? Yes, the majority of my life. I I think I've probably spent about 10 years away from Florida. So yes, I'm very, very used to it. That's why we stayed put, you know, we didn't board anything up. You know, we don't anticipate it being super bad, but you just never know when something falls into a power line or oh, you know, yeah, whatever else could potentially happen. <laughs> yeah. I lived in Orlando for 14 years and then Daytona beach for a year and then back to Claremont. So I, I've kind of been all over Florida and um, I was in Orlando. I, I remember this. It was so funny. I, I was looking at hurricane statistics and I, I looked up Orlando You know, when I moved there, when was the last time Orlando got hit by a hurricane? And I was shocked. It was actually before I was born that Orlando had not been at at the time. This was like 2000 right around there. um, At that time, Florida had not or Orlando had not been hit with a hurricane in my lifetime. And then we got four in one summer, 2004. We just got pummeled over and over and over (laughs) Wow. Yeah, Charlie was the first one. And Charlie looked a lot like this one. It, you know, hit Cuba and all through there and then ended up in the Gulf. And they thought it was going to go up and hit the panhandle. But it turned at the last minute, came on shore around um, Fort Myers, and then took Mm -hmm. off really fast, heading straight up the state to Orlando. The really bad thing was everybody in Tampa thinking it was coming up the Gulf had moved to Orlando. They had all left and went to Orlando. Uh, All the hotels were booked solid because everybody, and then we were the ones that got hit. So now all these people that are in hotels over there are in the middle of it. It was a mess. (laughs) That is a mess. You know, things like that happen. I don't know you know, how many of our listeners have been, you know, through a hurricane, but it's just so unpredictable. You know know what scared me more than anything? You just don't know. You know, you talk about once you're there, you kind of start to understand them and you don't necessarily board up or leave. We never left. I mean, we we never really boarded Mm -hmm. up. We got prepared, but I never had to board windows. In Charlie, I did lose a roof. I had to have the roof replaced and my pool enclosure. You know, I had mm. like the two-story pool enclosure. Uh, that whole thing just got ripped right off the house. Oh, but the one thing that scared me more than anything are the tornadoes. I know. That's what we They come out of nowhere. Right. That's just, another thing. 
No, yeah, they just pop up all over the place in Florida hurricanes. I think Florida probably gets more of those hurricane tornadoes than anybody. Like every system that comes through just brings all kinds of tornadoes with it. It's true. And, you know, this this storm is, it's funny, it's it's right on track with last September's storm. I remember that We had a full moon. Yeah, a full moon, and then the storm basically, you know, pretty much the same track. It's a little further west um, than the other one, but a pretty similar track. So it's interesting that it's happening again, um, you know, same month during a full moon. And then someone brought it up to me actually recently. They said, well, don't they always happen on a full moon? No, like, I, don't, no. I don't know. I've never really no, thought I, about I don't, that. <laughs> I don't think there's any correlation. I mean, the full moon. I don't think there is either. A full moon or the moon cycle itself always has an impact on weather. It's just part of our weather system. It changes mm-hmm. tides and other things. But it, I don't know that there's any correlation between hurricanes and full moons. I don't think so. I think it's just luck, to be honest, because, you know, you get that high tide, high tide with the right. full moon and right. then the storm surge. And it's just bad luck because then there is no protecting the yeah. shoreline. And yeah. so it, it happened twice last year. It happened in September and then exactly a month later on the full moon in October. So now we're seeing kind of the same thing happening in September and hopefully it'll be the last one. We'll see. All of a sudden, there's a lot of activity. <laughs> yeah, I know. Speaking of a lot of activity, we have a lot of activity going on today. We've got a lot going on in the store. We've got, um, so I, I'm going to jump in and talk about that a little bit. Coming up mm-hmm. here in uh, about 20 minutes or so, we're going to be joined by Trina Felber from uh, Primal Life Organics. So that'll be exciting. So we, we'll save some things for that. But the store itself, we're kind of going through almost a big transition right now. Lisa has really been working hard on some new products and really excited about some stuff coming in, but we got to clear out the warehouse. We are being overrun with stuff. Mm-hmm. So like we, you know, we have, I don't know how many different designs of like t-shirts and jerseys we have from over the years, a lot of them, some really cool stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to clear those out. So one of the specials we're running, for every $150 you spend, you can buy any, any shirt in the store for $5. So awesome. it's, it's time to get a bunch of shirts. I'm sure you can use them. For $5, you can use them for rags on your truck, seriously. Um, so get some, <laughs> get, get some shirts. We got to clear those things out. They take up a lot of space in the warehouse. We used to do a lot more of that when we were doing events. You know, people love buying um, attire and those kind of things at, at events. And I got to say, we have some awesome designs. Our shirts are very cool. Um, nice. so, but we got to, we got to clear some out. We got to make room for some of these new products coming in that we're, uh, that we're excited about. We are announcing a new product today for primal life. Since it's up on the website, I might as well go ahead and say it. Uh, if people aren't wild about the tooth powders, I absolutely love the tooth powders. But yeah, some people don't. So there is a toothpaste and we're, we're launching it today. I've tried it. I, um, I like it a lot too. I mean, it, it, for a toothpaste, it's really good. I, I do prefer the powders, but a lot of people prefer the paste. And honestly, in the truck, I would probably default to the paste only because you're, you know, you're in and out of the truck. You're taking your, your 
kid in to brush your teeth in the truck stop or whatever it might be. And the powders just, uh, they could get a little messy like that if you weren't careful. Um, I would probably default to the toothpaste when I travel. As much as I love the powders, I would probably, I I would keep the toothpaste on hand and I would, that's what I would use in the truck, I think. I'm on board with you. I have to say, um, when I do use the powder, cause I, that's what I, that's my number one choice. I make sure that I kind of prep the basin of the sink. So I'll, you know, <laughs> splash water around so right. that if, you know, you do, it gets, it gets around the sink. And if you don't, if you're not, you know, you know, going to wipe it off real quick and make sure it's all wet, it'll kind of dry yeah. quickly. Cause it, you know, has to play in there and things of that nature. So I, I, um, I prep my sink basin but I agree that if I were traveling, it's just a little easier to, uh, and you can do it with one hand, you know, open the cap and, you know, put some paste on the toothbrush. And I'm it, excited to try that. I've actually been wanting to try that. So I'm I, got it in. I like it a lot. I really do. And I've tried a lot of, you know, natural toothpaste over the years. I, I've been using more natural toothpaste long before we even went down the health road. So, you know, that that's mm-hmm. nothing new. Um, but there's something different about this stuff. Every product, whether it's the, the powders, the paste, um, everything, it just feels different and the results are different. Yeah. The, uh, so we do have a special on that too. Uh, the charcoal infused bamboo toothbrush. You know, I have basically abandoned my crazy high end $400, you know, um, Sonic toothbrush, Electric. Sonic, you know, and Lisa even has a Sonic toothbrush that's also a water pick. Like that's really, you know, oh. we don't use them anymore. I'm using, I love that mm. plain, simple little charcoal bamboo toothbrush a lot. So <laughs> the, the, the Sonics and the water picks have kind of been shoved off to the side. We do have a special today with... Um, Primal Life products. If you buy $75 worth of Primal Life products, you get a free toothbrush. So you can get shirts. You can, we got to, we got to clear stuff out. So we need everybody to head on over to the store. I don't, you know, talk about this a lot or ask a lot, but this is one of those times we've got a lot going on right now. I mean, not just the store. Um, We have a trip coming up in about 40 days. We've got to leave. That 40 days is going to go really fast because there's a lot going on. We got to head to um, to Tennessee for the Nastic event. And that plan is changing already or possibly going to change. Um, our plan was to head to that event, visit a couple vendors and partners while we were out on the road, probably go down to Florida. We talked about coming and seeing you while we were down there. Uh, Lisa has a brother and sister in Florida. We, we were just going to kind of stay out on the road till probably Christmas. And then we were going to come back to be here during okay. the holidays. But that might change. Um, we just put an offer in on a uh, property yesterday. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. awesome. Giant, I'm so happy it, to hear that. It, it, will, it will be a giant lifestyle change if we manage to get this property. It's, it's six acres. It is very remote. It's actually in the national forest in Washington. You know, it's, it's bizarre that, I mean, we do have some of that around here. We have private lots inside national forest, and this is one of those areas, Mm -hmm. not many. 
mean, it is really, really remote up there, but it's not far away. That's the funny thing. It's only mm -hmm. like 15 minutes away from the town we normally shop in across the river in Washington anyway. It's like 15 minutes north. But when you go That's north incredible. from there, there's nothing out there. I mean, north of us, there's no human activity for in three directions for 100 miles. That's incredible. Um, it is got... The fact that you can have the best of both worlds, you know? It has got the most beautiful garden, almost hobby farm kind of setup already. Just absolutely wow. gorgeous. The woman must be a master gardener. And you should see the greenhouse. Mm. It's not a typical greenhouse, like just all glass or plastic, or this is built like a little cottage. It's big timbers and it's um, cedar shake siding. And then it's got all the glass oh. and inside it is just stunning. But the, the guy who built all this stuff on the property did all the, it's got an incredible irrigation system for the gardens and it's off of a well with some of the cleanest water around so you can irrigate all you want no cost whatsoever other than the electricity to pump it which is huge mm -hmm. the the one thing that holds my garden back a little bit especially in the middle of summer is is how much i water and two reasons i don't water more one i mean we water a lot and the cost starts getting to be a factor. And two, I just, it's just too time consuming. I don't have it all automated and his is all automated and it's basically free. You can irrigate all you want, um, which is pretty cool. So the, the property, but this, this, oh, it's got chickens and a chicken coop too. And again, the chicken coop is built just like the greenhouse. It looks like this beautiful little craftsman cottage. It's just, but he developed these systems. I got to ask you more about this because the windows in the greenhouse have like struts on them. You know, like a strut, like when you open the back of a hatchback car, the, the shock kind of things, the struts. Yeah. The windows have yeah. that, but he built these struts and there is something inside the strut that when the temperature reaches between 95 and 100 degrees, it expands and opens the windows. Wow. Yeah. You know, that is, that's very similar to those dome um, greenhouses. Okay. There's never... like these dome greenhouses that they are designed to regulate their, their, the, the temperature themselves and they have running water inside. And part of it is, I, I'm pretty sure that the windows slowly open when that's... it gets too hot in there to, to make for fresh air. That's amazing. It is. And he built all this himself. And the craftsmanship is just amazing. The guy's very handy. Uh, it's just, it, the, the greenhouse does have full water. It's got misters all over. You can mist, um, you know, all the starts. It, it, and that's on a timer. Um, it's got huge potting sinks. And uh, it's just, I, it's like somebody built this property for us. That sounds incredible. <laughs> huge, what a gem huge pot we're just complete it's six acres and five of it is open and flat and that's the gardens and then there's a room to put in i mean i probably have three acres to plant in if i wanted to that that are just open and they're just you know you just mow it right now it's just grass basically that could all be turned into planting if i wanted to but the gardens that are already there are huge they've got 
grape vines that look like they've been there for 20 years that produced it. They were producing an awful lot of grapes. Um, it's, just, it's just such a cool property. There's a stream that runs right through the property and that stream flows like nine or 10 months out of the year. In the summer, it stops flowing. It actually goes underground. I guess it's still flowing, but it's flowing underground. And that stream runs into the Wind River, which we're only about 150 yards away from the river itself. Oh my gosh, this is so dreamy. <laughs> you, you, know the, you know the biggest challenge, he, this is very cool too, the biggest challenge he has in the gardens, keeping the elk out. What's that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Herds of it. elk. And they are, I mean, he's yeah. got, He's, he was just finishing up putting in some electric fencing because some of his, some of his other fencing wasn't working. Um, my goodness. I know. This place sounds absolutely incredible. It like is. A dream property. So I'm trying not to get too excited. We put in the offer. Uh, I, I think we're going to be okay. It's almost like a unicorn property. It, it's such a weird, unique property that there's not a lot of people that would be interested in this. Gotcha. But the people who would be interested in it are probably very interested. So we're hoping this, uh, yeah. <laughs> we're hoping we get an uh, answer back on the offer pretty quick and we can start the negotiation process, but uh, it, it would be a whole lifestyle change. The house itself is actually really small. It's 1600 feet. 1,600 square feet, and we're coming out of 6,000 square feet. So um, that's kind of a pretty big change. But the house is so cool. The original part of the house was actually a, a hunting cabin built in 1907. Wow. Yeah. The whole that's house. That's pretty neat. The whole so does it have house, character? That, oh, it's got it, more character than I could even describe. And then it's been added on to twice. But you can't tell. When you look okay. at the house from the outside, it looks like it was just built all at one time. It's all, the entire house is built out of knotty pine. Everything is built out of knotty pine. Walls, floors, ceiling, the outside siding, uh, and then it has a, a steel roof. So it's just a beautiful, beautiful house. And how many acres is the property? Six. Okay. And That's so one uh, roughly one acre of it, all kind of around the edges. The house is over in the trees. There's huge pine trees around the house. When I say huge, I'm talking eighty to a hundred feet. These are big wow. ponderosa pines and um, lodgepole pines, and uh, so the house is kind of tucked over there, right on the creek. The creek uh, during the peak will run under the back deck. Under the back deck? You can actually oh step off the deck into the creek. Amazing. Yeah. It, very, I, very neat. So uh, you look at our schedule right now. We put in the offer yesterday. We're really, if they accept the offer mm. and there aren't any other offers, if there are, that could really screw things up. Um, we're really hoping to be able to close before the end of September. And then probably a week or two after we close, we got to leave. Oh my gosh. The other thing I'm trying to figure out right now, wow. I'm trying to figure out which garden I'm going to be working on because I have a lot of fall planting ideas. Oh. Yep. So, wow. I, well, you know what? This is one of those things you put it out there and whatever is meant to be. Just exactly. Basically. Yeah, we're just, we're just, I'm trying Very not cool. to get too excited 
You know, so whatever happens, Mm -hmm. happens. If it falls through, it falls through. We'll keep looking. Um, I really can't say that there will be another one like this. I doubt that there will be. This really is what, Mm -hmm. you know, they call a unicorn property. It's really one of a kind. Yeah, sounds like it. What a gem. Yeah, so that's... uh, that's kind of exciting. It's a lot going on, though. Um, so it's going to be a crazy couple of months. I'm really looking forward to the event at Nastic. The closer we get to that, the more. You know, I haven't done an event, um, any kind of major event, since 2018. Mm, so, yeah. Wow. I know. So before all that crazy stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, and that's kind of what happened. We did our last CMC in 2018, and I had been saying for a couple of years, it's time to revamp this. You know, the, we had done that program for over a decade, and we updated it every year, but it was time for a, for a big revamp. So we took 2019 off, started working on the idea of a revamp, and then when 2020 came, you know, the world went to hell, and so we haven't done any events since. So this isn't really our event, but it, it's kind of the first big event we've done since then. Yeah. So... We've got well, that is exciting. Yeah, we've got that going on. You know, one of the other things I want to talk about, we'll kind of start on it now and we'll probably pick this up again after um, we spend some time with Trina and we'll probably carry this over into the um, space today. Um, just this whole idea of food and our food supply and, and how crazy this is getting. Um, all this push for fake meat and fake stuff and veganism and and. What a huge mistake that is. And I, I know that, that the people who believe that stuff believe we're the ones that are all going to die of heart attacks from eating all this meat. And, um, but you know what? I, know. I, I, I have zero doubt anymore that we are completely right about this. There's, there's no doubt in my mind. And the evidence is there. You know, I just watch these people moving to animal-based diets and all of their health problems go away. And I know it sounds crazy to say that, but it's true. And I watch it over and over and over. And yet I watch these vegans and it's the opposite. It's like that's when their health problems start. I know, it's so true. I mean, you've experienced it firsthand, didn't you? Yeah, I absolutely did. Four years of it. And and I will say that the first six months, things improved. They really did in the first six oh, months, sure. but I, I was so focused on getting all the processed food out of my diet, and but I was still eating a lot of grains. You know, vegetables just don't cut yeah. it. You need filler, and filler ends up being grains. Yeah, and that's a that's true. big downside to trying to eat that way. And, and here's the other thing. We know that plant foods themselves have some issues. I just experienced it. You know, I've been eating pretty heavy carnivore for a while, and I'm feeling good. I, my... My HRV is, I actually had hit a high this morning, 56 last night. I was down into wow, the low. Thir- yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's, it's coming back fast. And I'm not even doing the full-blown protocol at all. I'm not even near that yet. But I had a little episode. Um, there's a, a brand of trail mix that I really like. We normally don't have it around. We get it once in a while. Uh, and we, we have some in the house right now. And for whatever reason, I was probably snacking on it a little too often, grabbing a handful here and there. And I, mm-hmm. I will tell you, it has wiped out my digestion. What a, I can't even believe oh. how quick and how bad it is. This whole idea oh. of fiber for digestion is total bullshit. Yeah. 
That's a bummer. That's a go- it's, qu- it's crazy how quickly you can yeah. wipe it out, but how difficult it is to get it back. Yeah, I, I was uh. shocked at, at the change just from that one thing. Yeah. Then I read a, a, a good article uh, from Mercola um, about how less nutritious food has become. How much the, mm-hmm. the food we eat changed, has changed. And primarily they talk about vegetables and fruits first, but then that, you know, that's the stuff we end up feeding to the animals. We're, we're growing all these crops the wrong way. Then we end up feeding to the animals. So it affects the animals nutrition as well. So all of our food supply yeah. has been compromised unless you start going back to the regenerative methods of, of doing this, of raising both plants and animals the right way. Now, I started mm-hmm. thinking about this. The, the stuff that's coming out of my garden right now, um, every single thing that I grow in my garden is noticeably and significantly better tasting than all the stuff in the store. It's not even close. And I'm shocked by it. It's, it's everything. But the I other, believe that. The 100%. other crazy thing, I am shocked at how fast that produce spoils or goes bad. Whereas in, you, the stuff out of the garden, mm. I am just shocked. I'm so mm-hmm. used to buying a head of broccoli and leaving it in my produce store for two weeks. And it's still edible. Mm-hmm. Head of broccoli coming out of my garden, <laughs> three days is about max. Even if you put it in water? Yeah. Like a plant? Yeah. I actually picked, I don't even know what happened. I actually picked some carrots the other day, some beautiful multicolored carrots. I brought them in, stuck them in. I was going to cook them right then. That's normally how I do it. But I brought them in. Something happened. I got busy. I thought, you know what? I'll throw them in the produce drawer and I'll do them tomorrow. One day, I pulled those carrots out of the produce drawer and they were like rubber. Oh, no. I thought, what the hell happened? Oh. It was one day. Yeah. You buy a bag what? of carrots in the grocery store and they last for two to... months. I agree, especially if you keep them in the bag. Right. And in the crisper. So, but, yep. but there's no comparison taste-wise. Just none. It's not even close. And then I just have to wonder. Two other factors. We know the nutrition has gone down. Here's a report telling us it's gone down, way down. But what about mm-hmm. yeah. What about the anti-nutrients? What if they're going up? Oh, I haven't thought about that. Yeah. What That's if these an interesting thought actually? What if all this manipulation of vegetables have created these high oxalate and high lectin vegetables? Wow, I haven't thought about that. But yeah, because of the plants need to protect themselves even more. Because so they have, right. They have, make sense. They, their immune system isn't working all that well. So maybe, the, oh, there's something I want to talk about real quick because Trina's coming up here in just a minute. Um, the other thing that i um, noticing this year, remember, you know, just last year, um, I was talking about some of the products I use, like that chicken soup for the soil, the... Um, you know, the plant yeah. food kind of stuff that was working so great. Um, I talked about using neem oil a lot, really natural things. But, you know, I was last year I was fighting all kinds of bugs, remember? I had slugs everywhere. Mm-hmm. I this year, I haven't used a single product of any kind. I haven't used any plant foods, no fertilizers, no neem oil. I haven't done anything for slugs this year, I don't think. 
maybe something really early in the spring, but I maybe not even. I, nothing on the garden this year, and it looks better than ever. Mm-hmm. So, like, the plants have kind of adapted to I, they strengthen themselves from what you put on them. I, I think the, the, soil I and the soil and the environment just keep getting better and better, and, you know, we're getting mm-hmm. back to a, a true natural balance, and... These all of these other problems. I'm not seeing as many as much. Um, oh, powdery mildew uh, is is one of the things you can get on a lot of plants. I haven't seen any powder powdery mildew yet this year. That that usually happens later in the year as the plants get a little older and you're watering a lot. And um, none of that this year. Yeah. Wow. I, I I've done uh, I, once my planting was done. I've done almost nothing in the garden this summer except just water. There's been nothing to do. Everything's just kind of growing and taking care of itself. That's so nice. I know. <laughs> so we'll talk you more. You make it so easy, Kevin. <laughs> well, it, well I, I will say this. Once you understand it, it's simple, but it's definitely not easy. It's a lot of hard work, mm-hmm. even when it does take care of itself. In fact, I, I expanded the yeah. garden so much this year that had I had some of those problems, it would have been a disaster. Because I, I, I just, mm-hmm. I, I'm a little bigger than I could really handle. I mean, the watering wasn't set up right. And so, you know, I grew a little faster than I should have, but it worked out. Because, like, the garden's kind of taking care of itself this year. So, uh, without further ado, we are going to bring in our guest today, our returning guest. Trina Felber, founder and CEO of Primal Life Organics, is joining us right now. Trina, good morning and welcome back. Hey, Kevin. Good morning. I was listening to what you were saying, and I think that it's so true that nature and the human body follow itself. You said that your garden obtained a true natural balance and you didn't need anything else. And what I want, like I, it gave me chills because (laughs) the same thing happens inside your mouth and your body. When you obtain that true natural balance, you don't need Anything else, your body takes care of itself. I loved it. I thought that was amazing. It, it is. Oh, you are true. right. And that's that's what I keep comparing this to. I, I'm, I'm really learning all of this gardening. Like I, the first year I really put any effort into the garden was 2020. And it was because of all the lockdowns and there was nothing to do. And I went and tore out half of my lawn by hand just for something to do. And then started putting in a garden. And then I became somewhat obsessed and it's, I spend a lot of time in the garden, but I, I'm learning so much and I'm comparing it to the human body. Just like you just said, I am blown away by the fact that if, if you try to grow a plant with the, God, I, I, I keep wanting to say traditional and that is so wrong. Um, when you grow a plant mm-hmm. with the common ways we grow plants now. You know, we stick it in the ground and we use three chemical fertilizers and it grows and it produces. But that plant is so damn weak. That's why you got to use all these fungicides and insecticides and just using all these chemicals to try to make the damn thing grow and not get eaten by stuff. And I just thought that's the way it was. And now all of a sudden I see when these plants are healthy, nothing bothers them. But what changed? I mean, why aren't the bugs eating this plant? I'll tell you what, 
because uh, this is something that astounded me as well. So it's about the, like you said, it's about the ecosystem. It's an ecosystem for the plants in the, in the ground. It's about the ecosystem in your mouth and what type of bacteria or um, viruses or whatever fungus is allowed to grow in there and damage your body. It's about the ecosystem in your body. What happens in the plants, because I use plant oils for almost right. everything, right. Uh, including, including my hand protectors. But here's what happens. When a plant is organically grown or wild crafted is the other term. Ooh, I like it's that. grown in nature without all those yeah, without all those chemicals. So the plant, think about it, a plant without chemicals to kill the bugs and to kill the fungus and to kill all that stuff has to develop their own immune system to defend themselves against radiation, pollution, fungus, bacteria, virus, everything. So that's what happens in a plant that like you're describing that is allowed to create its own immune system. So then we, as you know, that's what nourishes us. That's right. what helps us be healthy. Just like what I put in my dental products, the essential oils. We take the essence of the plant and all of that anti-inflammatory, anti-viral, anti-bacterial, anti-everything. And we put it, we take those essential oils and put them in our, our products, our oil care products, our body products, everything. And it works with your body without creating the chaos and the inflammation that those chemicals do. It, it, it's just Isn't that so, cool? yeah, it is just so mm -hmm. cool and so incredible. I start to wonder, how did we get so far away from this? We had this perfect system mm -hmm. that just worked and we have screwed it up so bad. I know. Well... Yeah, and that's a topic that I don't even know we want to go down. No, because we, we don't. <laughs> it's lot, depressing. A lot of avenues we can go with that. It, I it, mean, when you look at our medical system, it's broken. I just had a talk with my employees today about how I'm a nurse. So my background is in the, I grew up oh, in the yeah. medical field. And, you know, when you are put on a prescription medication, the doctor doesn't tell you that this should not be forever. This should only be to get you over the bump. Let's figure out how to get you off this medication so that you don't need it. But instead, no, they give you the medication and then they tell you if you have any problems or side effects, we'll now put you on this medication right. and then this medication. But it's not supposed to be that way. So we have to step out of that broken system and we have to redefine our values and what we want to do and how committed are we at, um, at making ourselves and our body healthy, just like those plants that don't need those chemicals to defend against other things. Yeah. You know, one of them that you, that, that on that topic, one of them that makes me absolutely crazy are PPIs. You read the literature and they are yeah. very short term that they're only supposed to be used very short term. And then what we did was we made several of the PPIs over the counter. I've had to deal with people that have yeah. been taking PPIs, my record, 30 years. Somebody had been on PPIs the entire time. Wow. And, you know, we it's had some, we had some really weird health issues that we could not figure out. And I fully believe it was because of that, all of that PPI use. I always say, you know, we, everyone can understand the driving drunk and under the influence yeah. and how your body and your brain can't function like that. 
And obviously that's why you're not supposed to drive under the influence. But here we are giving people prescription medication. It's the same type of thing. You're under the influence of something that's altering your body in some way. And you don't even realize it. And no one stops to say, you know, no medical professional stops and says, oh, maybe if we get you off of this, if we just change your diet, get, you know, a little exercise, maybe some meditation in there change your lifestyle, create an ecosystem where your body can be healthy. We can get you off of this in maybe right. six months. Right. But that's okay. No, no, it doesn't. Um, mm. let, let's talk about oral care because before we get started, um, I just want to take a minute and thank you for all the work and the effort you put into this. And I know how much it is. I mean, we, we do a lot of that around here. We do a lot of testing. We do a lot of research. We do a lot of reading. We've worked on product development. It is a lot of work. And I look at this whole line of products. Yeah, every product is a project. And there's a lot that goes into bringing every one of those products to market. And I got to tell you, um, Trina, you hit it out of the park with this one. It, your whole system is so, <laughs> so different. Um, I, I've tried lots of natural oral care products over the years. You know, a, a, a nice, clean toothpaste without fluoride and all the chemicals in it. I, I, and there's some stuff on the market that looks really good. I've tried it. I've tried lots of things. And the changes, if any, are just minimal. You know, we, we were so sold, oh, if you buy this $300, you know, sonic toothbrush, your oral health is going to get better. Well, no, it didn't. I mean, I, I, I've hardly noticed any difference trying all these things until yours, and now the difference is so distinct, it's hard to describe really. And it's not just me. We, um, we have a lot of products in our store. We're really proud of our products and our vendors. Um, we put a lot of work into finding the best we can find in each category. And it's usually small companies started, you know, like you, somebody with a real passion and they put in the work. So that's the typical product. Those are the only products we have in our store. I mean, that's just what our store is. We're pretty proud of that. But, and we love getting all the feedback. Um, I can't think of a single product or product line we've brought in that, that brought this kind of feedback. Almost 100% oh, positive. Yeah, it, it's really incredible. People just love this stuff. Oh, you, those are such great words. I love hearing that. It really um, sparks my energy because, as you know, in business, a lot of times you start hearing, you see the negative, you hear the negative, and it, it might be like 0.1% right. of your day, <laughs> but it's so, like we talk about, like, you know, getting out of that mindset. So it's always so good to hear the positive. And I stop and leave reviews. People, I, there was a comment on Facebook one day. Um, oh, I know Trina doesn't read these anymore. And I messaged her back. Yes, I do. <laughs> because I have to read the positive stuff too. Right. I have to make myself go read the, the, the reviews because it's like, oh my gosh, it is making a difference. People are loving it. And I know that it does. You know that it does. But it's, it's so good to hear it from people that don't know me at all and put their faith. Because I know I'm one of those consumers. Before I started my company, I used to buy, like you, every product on the market that said it was going to do what I needed it to do. And I was let down every, every single time. time. And every time. Yeah. Every time. And, you know, how many times do you go to the dentist and you get the same you get the same feedback. Well, over and you know, your over teeth are, and oh, over. No. And you're doing and do everything they, they, they tell, you. tell you. Right. 
Right. And they, they tell you to do the same thing. So that's the definition of insanity. I love right. it because when they tell you to do the same thing you're doing, don't expect to walk in the next time and get great results and get like the, the gums, your gums look great. You don't have any plaque while wow, your teeth look really good. I've never seen teeth like this without plaque, blah, blah, blah. Don't expect that if you don't make any changes, because the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. You're not going to get different results, which is what's so amazing when you make a switch to something that works. Let's take it a step further. The real pattern is even worse. And, and I could also correlate this to, you know, health in the body, diabetes. We talk all the time. I, I say, first off, it took them 10 years to figure out you were diabetic. That's a problem. But then once right. they do figure out you're a diabetic, things might actually get worse. It, it tends to go downhill from there. Mm-hmm. You're going to be on one medication this year. By next year, you'll probably be on two. Four years from now, you'll probably be on three or four. And your health will decline every time. And you'll be doing exactly what the doctor told you to do. You're eating the way they tell you to. You're taking the drugs they tell you to. You're going to the gym like they tell you to. And you'll get the same thing's going to happen. When you come back, don't expect a good result. Don't expect that. They might say, oh, look, your A1C came down a couple points. But, But you got more work to do. Well, 20 years from now, they're still going to be telling you you have more work to do. And you're going to be far less healthy. And the same thing happens with the dentist. It's not just that you're not getting any better. You will continually get worse each year, right? You're going to have more fillings, more root canals. Isn't that the pattern we just see over and over? It's not even that it stays the same. It gets worse under their care. It gets worse. Oh, 100%. And... And it's not even just your teeth, it's your gums. Like right. that's the, like your teeth are super important. Don't get me wrong, but they don't even really focus on your gum health. I mean, some do don't, not all dentists are, you know, don't, right. but right. if your gum tissue is receding or if it's inflamed or it's bleeding, you end up with that leaky gum, oh. just like leaky gut yeah. syndrome where things are like, this is your, this is your defense mechanism. And when things enter through your gum tissue, this is why your oral health is related to heart disease. It's related right. to everything. Your brain is related to diabetes and thyroid infertility. It's also related to preterm labor, everything. Because when your gum tissue becomes inflamed and leaky and things that aren't supposed to get into your body, are able to now pass through your gum tissue and into your vascular system, the vascular system in your mouth doesn't travel to your liver to detoxify and get rid of the crap. It goes everywhere in your body. It goes to your heart. It goes to your brain. It goes to your um, kidneys and and everywhere. So that's why your mouth is directly related. And that's why gum health is so important. I just had a light bulb moment. What you just said, leaky gums and and all of that, why didn't I get this sooner? Of course it should be this way. The, our mouth is the beginning of our digestive system. So when we say leaky gut, that's just another place in the digestive system, but we've kind of ignored our mouth. That That's where leakiness starts. Why yep. have I never 100%. thought of that? Usually, yeah, it's usually gums and then the gut. And then the brain and the blood brain barrier becomes leaky as well. And those are the three areas wow. where, you know, it's a huge what? impact, huge blow. And, and the problem with, is when, when that, 
the, the foreign, whatever it's, it, whether it's a bacteria, it's, you know, plaque, it's, it's whatever that's leaking into your system that causes an inflammatory response. Well, and that inflammatory response is then what causes disease. Yeah. And let's think about this. You said, you know, what could get by bacteria, viruses, fungi, all kinds of things. But also what about this? If you're eating the standard American diet, what about all the damn forever chemicals that are in that food? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's also now getting into too. our bloodstream. And, oh, yeah. Glyphosate, the fertilizers, the pesticides. Um, and here's another one, the heavy metals. Lots yes. of heavy metals transfer. That's the way that they get into your body is through your, your um, they're crossing through your um, tissues, through your, your gums wow. and leaky gut, you know. L- Lauren, mm-hmm. why did we never think of this? That's a really good question. We And... It is definitely a aha moment. <laughs> yeah, you know, Trina, we, 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 we consider ourselves pretty well educated on the digestive system around here. It's one of the things we spend a lot of time mm-hmm. on because as soon as we change somebody's diet, their digestion changes. And we work with it a lot. And we understand mm-hmm. it. We, we've, we even do these shows where we talk about it. Digestion starts in the brain. Mm-hmm. Then it goes to the mouth. Then this, and we, we talk about this and we detail the whole thing and not once did it ever click for me that we could have leaky gums just like we have a leaky gut. Yeah, same. Wow. Never occurred to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, the main problem is, you know, when you have the wrong bacteria inside the mouth, that is going to first, it's going to do a lot of damage. It's going to damage the gum tissue. It's going to damage your teeth, your enamel. But it's also when you're swallowing that, because this is really gross, but every single thing that ends up inside your mouth, if you don't spit it out, you swallow it that, and it goes right. into your into your gut. And then the problem is that inside your mouth, that bacteria that causes all the problems, causes gum disease and, you know, the inflammation and all that, it loves acid. So what, where does it go? It goes into your stomach. What, what is your stomach? Uh-huh. Nothing but acid. So it's not going to really be killed in your stomach. So then it's going to pass into your small intestine. And that's where it's really going to cause more damage because it's going to try to take over the bacteria count and kill your good bacteria down there as well. So trying to heal your gut without healing your mouth is probably, you'll, you'll get somewhere, you will get some results, but you probably won't be able to completely heal your yes. gut until you go back to the start, which is your mouth. You know what's exciting about this? When we talk about overall health and, you know, we talk about diet and and really, if you want to be healthy, you have to make a radical change to your diet. And I tell people that. I don't try to sugarcoat this. You know, I don't say, oh, you can make a couple of these changes and everything will get better. It's just not true. If you want to be really healthy, the change in your Mm -hmm. diet is going to be pretty radical. And I, I just warn people about that up front. And I know it's going to be difficult. No, the, one of the most frustrating things you hear on this show from us and, and the callers, once you figure this out, I think it's just human nature. You want to share it with everybody, certainly the people around you that you love. Mm-hmm. And, and we've, you, you, you can share it all you want, but you can't change somebody else. And that can be really frustrating. You know, you see people around you that are sick. You know 100%. There's no doubt in your mind you can help them but only if they're willing to help themselves. And it's a lot of work and it is a big change. And I understand why people don't do it sometimes. Here's the really good news about this whole oral thing. 
all we're really asking you to do is just change the products you use. And, and why would it matter right. to you? We're not asking you to make some radical change in your day or your routine. You're still going to brush your teeth. You might, maybe you weren't scraping your tongue before you're going to do that now. Big deal. This is not a difficult change to make at all. It is probably the simplest change you could make to impact your health. I love it. You sound just like me. Like those are words <laughs> right out of my mouth. Not anything different. Like scraping your tongue. I always to bring that up because people don't do it. It adds like three seconds. Exactly. To routine, right. Literally. Right. Three, That's five it. seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And just want you to swap out the products and feel the difference. And you That's don't even it. have to do it forever. If you hate it, you can stop. If you don't like it after a month, stop, go back to what you were doing, but the, at least give it a chance because the, it works. Trina, I have to ask you this. I, because I'm watching it, yeah. it happen in front of me. I can't imagine that there are very many people who try this for a month and then quit. No, there's not. That's I why I always I, say give it. Right. I tell people this was my this was my out every morning when I want to get up and go work out. I this is my brain. This is what I tell myself. This is my um, how I get over my head. Um, I always tell myself, look, you're first of all the first thing when the alarm goes off and it's early. I always think, you know what, I'm going to be just as tired in an hour. So I might as well get up. And then the next thing I tell myself is if I'm still don't want to do whatever I'm going to do, the treadmill or whatever, um, I'll give myself 15 minutes. If I'm if I don't want to do it in 15 minutes, I can stop. I never do. I always get out of bed and I never I love stop. That. So I love it's that. the same type of thing. You know, you, I give you permission to, to stop in 30 days. You have to give it 30 days because you need to change the ecosystem inside your mouth. You need to rebalance it to be able to get the effect. Most people notice an immediate difference and that's why they don't stop. And so that nobody ever needs, you know, 30 days and not 30 right. days and going, huh. Should I stop? No, they, they're already in. They feel the difference. They know they know their teeth are healthier. They, they can see it. They can feel it. Their gum tissue is much healthier. I get that all the time. Nobody ever stops. It's very they, rare that someone will stop. I, I have to believe we, we get feedback in seven days. Very positive feedback in seven days. Uh, yeah. it, it, and I believe everybody because I experienced it as well. Mm-hmm. The, you know, yeah. the, I, I personally love the feeling of that right. immediately when I brushed right. with the powder over, over like a regular toothpaste, I could feel so much more cleanliness. Like I actually got everything off my teeth for one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's all net. We don't use anything that, you know, isn't available oh. By Mother Nature, and I always say Mother Nature got it right. One hundred percent of the time, yes. unless we mess with her, she she has gotten it right yes. all the time. And I agree. I, I I I believe in that for my own, not just dental health. I believe in it for my overall health, and that's where the shift is. You know, for uh, overall health, is you have to put faith in the fact that. Mother Nature gets it right. And if you eat food directly from Mother Nature that's not altered, um, you you can't, there's, it's impossible to get healthier or to get sicker eating real food right. that hasn't been altered. Exactly. It's, it's nearly impossible to get sicker. You might not get healthier super fast, but it's impossible to go the other direction and, and get more sick. Um, because Mother Nature got it right. She, as long as she's left alone, and we don't spray chemicals on her, and you know, do all those nasty things, 
She's got everything we need. And, you know, all we have to do is to, to keep it and gift it to other people. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, I'm not sure if I, Lisa wanted me to share this or not, but she was texting me stuff. So I, I consider that fair game when I'm on the air. Uh, <laughs> Lisa's saying that um, she knows it sounds crazy, but she actually feels like her armpits are rebalanced. I know we're, we were talking about dental care and we uh, now I'm talking about armpits, but that's because you also have an awesome deodorant. Um, I know that was a little bit of a shift, but, and then Aaron jumped in and said, I agree. I'll never go back to the other stuff. Yeah. And the same thing, the deodorant, the same thing, my deodorant. Um, and there's two little secrets. I, there's a lot of little secrets that I put into my product. <laughs> And the secrets are basically, you know, I'm a nurse. I'm a registered nurse. And I was a good nurse. I was one of those nurses that really took the time to to care. And so when I started developing products, I always, with every product I developed, I thought, how can I, as a nurse, make this so that it's healing the body? It's actually working. So you don't even realize it's working to actually heal the body. What I did with the deodorant, is um, I made, there's two little things that I did. Um, First of all, you have lymph nodes that are under your armpits and they're very, lymph nodes, if if people aren't familiar, they contain a lot of the toxic garbage that your body needs to get rid of, but your lymph nodes don't automatically drain. There's no like valve system in them that will pump the, the fluid into your body to dispose of it can sit there and your lymph nodes under your armpits are one of those areas that unless you're massaging your armpit, you're not really going to get rid of your trash. You're not going to take your trash out daily. It's going to sit there and dunk things up. I believe that that's one of the reasons breast cancer was on such a big rise and still is on a big rise for both men and women is because the proximity and then the toxins that are built up, not just from, you know, your body internally, but also from antiperspirants and other deodorants because there's nasty things in there. Yes, there is. So what I did is I made... I made my deodorant have a little bit of a color to it. So the the white formulas go on a little bit white. The black formula um, goes on a little bit black or not black. It's like a lavender and um, it's really light. It's a light color. But what I want you to do is rub the, yes. the color and to rub your armpit until the color goes away. What you don't realize you're doing is you're taking out your trash. Every time you put my deodorant <laughs> on and you massage it, you are taking out your trash. You're dumping all those toxins internally to a system that can then get rid of them for you. So And then the second thing I did is I added clay. Clay pulls toxins the opposite direction. So anything that might be stuck in your tissue, clay will actually bind to it and help pull it out of your tissue so that your tissue can be cleaner. So I'm getting you from both sides and helping you make not just your deodorant or your body not stink as bad under your armpit, but cleansing the actual tissue and getting rid of that toxic waste that just sits there. It's like sludge and garbage that you really need to get rid of. Trina, you know, um, I lost both my parents young. I I was the youngest of seven. So my parents were already older when I was born and um, both of them died fairly young. I never really got to relate to my parents as an adult. Uh, My mom died when I was 19. My dad, I think when I was 26 or 27, but the last five years of his life, I, it was hard to relate to him because he had, um, uh, ALS. And I, I look at this now and my mom, 
died from cancer that started in her lymph nodes. I think about everything I know now, and neither one of my parents needed to die then. They just didn't. They were killed by our system. There, there is no way, because ALS is an autoimmune condition, and autoimmune conditions start with leaky gut, and now we know also leaky gums. And it, it, it's yeah. just so sad. We, I just don't think we realize what we've done to people. And people now spend years in the medical system and late in life, and it's not a life. I, I just, I don't know if people realize that it doesn't have to be this way. I, I should have had you know. 20 more years with both of my parents. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a mindset that I want, and with your help, um, and I thank you guys so much for helping me get the word out. It's a mindset that it's a shift. A shift needs to happen. We need to stop using so many chemicals. Even the containers that, skin, that yes. products are put in um, are, are toxic. So, you know, I don't use plastic um, containers for anything that has liquid in it because plastic containers during temperature changes of like going from a hot environment to a cool or a colder environment. And that happens during shipping all the time. It happens in your bathroom when you take a shower, those plastic containers will contract and expand. And if there's chemicals in those plastic containers, which almost all of them have chemicals, BPA and all that, they leach into your products Yeah, and then you put them on your body or in your body and you don't even think you're not even thinking about it. it so hey. I'm with you. I, it's so hard to, um, to get people to even like, I'm blown away. I, I'll go to the bank and people ask me what I do, you know, wherever I go when I run into people ask me what I do. I just assume because I've been talking about this for 10 years, I assume everybody understands that. <laughs> I call it um, toxic paste, you right. know, the commercial toothpaste is bad, that it's horrible and it's actually causing cavities and gum disease. So you're literally paying money to buy cavities, gum disease, and then going to go pay money to go fix the cavity and gum disease only to get more cavities and have worse gum disease. As you continue to pay, you're feeding into the cycle. And I forget that people don't understand that or don't realize it. So when they ask me what I do and I, you know, oh, I make natural dental products and, you know, I help people reverse cavities and blah, blah, blah. And they're, they're like, wait, what? What are you talking about? You can reverse a cavity. And I, I know. have to go back and go, I wow. Know. Oh my gosh, I forget. People don't know this. I need to start. I need to tell people. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, I'll tell you how excited I get about that whole cavity thing. Uh, Tuesday's show is what we call the Power Hour. Um, we bring on three guests every week, same three guests from a company called Pittsburgh Power. Uh, just a huge wealth of knowledge about diesel engines and how to fix them in the truck. And Tuesdays are all about fixing the truck. Except yesterday, we ended up talking at the end of that show about dental issues because I was explaining to people that you can actually heal cavities. And that that became the conversation (laughs) yesterday when we were supposed to be talking about fuel injectors. And instead, we were talking about bamboo toothbrushes. And uh, but it was kind of cool because people are just amazed by that. I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, it's here's, simple. That's the thing, like you were saying, it's simple. You, it's a switch of what you're right, using, not right. adding anything. 
you're not making any major life change like we do with the diet. And we tell people it is a major life change, but it's worth it. But here, this is just easy. It's simple and it's easy. It has a major yeah. And it has a major you know, impact, not just on your mouth. It goes internal everywhere. You know, I have a, kind of an interesting, really personal story that kind of highlights how bad the system might really be. It might even be worse than what we think. Uh, so Lisa and I, my wife and I, total opposites when it comes to our lifetime of, of dental care and health. Um, she grew up with everything done on the schedule. You know, she, the first visit to the dentist when, you know, she was as young as could be, they did everything the dentist wanted them to do, everything. She had braces, she, she had the whole works her whole life growing up. I had the opposite. First time I was ever to a dentist was when I was in the army. I had zero, you know, wow. Wow. dental care growing up. Never went to a dentist. Lisa, after a lifetime of care, doing exactly what they told her to do, the estimate, uh, I don't remember how long, the 10, 15 years ago, um, the estimate here in the U.S., when she went in and said, look, I just want everything fixed, $60,000, if I remember right. Mm -hmm. It was an incredible yeah. amount of money. We ended up going to Costa Rica. Wow to a dentist that was trained here in the United States. And she got all the work done for about 20,000. And she still is mm -hmm. constantly at the dentist. And the dentist tells her the same thing every time. Now this got a little worse. Now we're going to have to think about pulling that tooth. Um, she's got, you know, lots of work. Mm -hmm. I have now my dental health was certainly not perfect, but with that little bit of care, I have no root canals. I have a couple of crowns. And now that I started using this system, I'm looking, I'm like, I have really better dental health than almost anybody my age. And I had almost no care. And then here's somebody who had all the care, did everything they told them to do and needed $60,000 worth of work. So is the system that bad yeah. that it actually makes our dental health worse than doing nothing? Is that possible? And not just dental health. I mean, we're both old enough and thank goodness, most dentists, I was flabbergasted to find out some dentists are still using the amalgams, the mercury filling. Blew me away when someone told me that, yes, there are dentists still putting the mercury oh. in people's mouths. But, you know, I, I had to have all my mercury removed because so people Lisa. don't realize when metal hits metal, every single time you bite down, if you have a filling of, uh, on an upper and lower tooth that are touching each other, Every time you move that tooth, it causes the metal to react. And it's like an electrical um, reaction right there inside your mouth. Every single, wow. not only is that, it, is it off gassing every time you bite, but it's creating this a little impulses that is affecting your nervous system as well. And wow. here's the key. Here's what's really crazy. After that whole story of your wife and how horrible her, uh, her experience has been with modern dentistry because I'm not that different. I didn't need that much work, but I started extremely young going to the dentist. Same thing, doing everything they say. I have a mouthful of cavities. You know, I have the, the braces and all of that. Here's the, here's, the, here's the thing that shocks me the most is even on the ADA website, they state that cavities and gum disease are 100% preventable. 100%. <laughs> not 99 <laughs> 
Wow. 100% preventable. And they know. They know how to prevent them, but they're not doing it. They're actually putting the disease-causing chemicals in our products. Why? I can only guess. Profit. Profit. That's it. Yeah. I mean... A dentist, most dentists are afraid of my products because they feel like they won't, if, if you don't have a cavity or you don't have gum disease and you don't have plaque on your teeth, you don't really need to come to the dentist. And that's not true. I don't ever tell people don't go to the dentist. Um, like I didn't go to the dentist for about five years um, through the pandemic and stuff like that. I didn't go. And I went back and they were like, oh my gosh, you don't have any plaque. Your gums look great. <laughs> but the dentist, the dentists will fear my products because they feel like people won't need them. When the opposite is actually true, when you go in and you get a good dental checkup, you still need those checkups. You still need to make sure that nothing on the inside is going on. But you're not going to need all those procedures that cost you a lot of money, plus the pain and the time. Um, And and a lot of dentists are afraid of that concept, that medical model. And um, honestly, it's, you know, the preventative medicine is so much better preventative dental if it's done right, not not the way they're teaching us to do it. It's it's so much better for your overall health. It's so much better from a dental practice that can, you know, imagine being a dentist saying, I I didn't have to fill any cavities this week. Would you want to go to that dentist? There was a dentist around you that said, none of my patients had cavities. I didn't have to fill one cavity this week. Yes. Would you, I'd be like, line me up. I'll stand in line for a week. Get me up, get me an appointment with that guy. He knows what he's doing. But that's that's not no, they don't no. see it that way. I, there's I, I don't know of a single dentist that markets anything like that. Instead, what they market is their latest <laughs> new their latest new technology that will absolutely transform your dental health, but never does. Right. I think that might be my new slogan. I want to find a dentist that hasn't filled a cavity in a year. <laughs> yeah, well, you, I, that's I, the guy I want to go to. And let's carry that over to the doctors. I want to go to a doctor that hasn't prescribed anything this month. Right. Good luck finding that. I know. Right. If right. I agree. I, and again, it, it's all about the choices that we make. It comes back to us. We have to make the right choices. And, and and that's where you and I come in, empowering people to know they have a choice, first of all, because a lot of people like the people that I run into that don't know, you don't even know you have a choice. But once you know, if you're anything like me, you can't go back. You can't unwind the thinking. You can't go back and go, oh, but maybe they're not right. You have to. I always move forward. When I hear something is working and it makes sense and it goes against the norm, because a lot of times what I've discovered is when I do what the opposite of what 97% of the population is doing, I become one of the healthier 3%. Exactly. Exactly. I learned that. I learned that um, a long time ago in a seminar from a woman, uh, Danny Johnson, mentions, you know, you want to be in the top three percent of anything you're doing because ninety seven percent of the population is getting it wrong and they're getting sick. And if yes. you can do the opposite of what they're doing, you will be in the three percent that are getting healthy. I, uh, you know, That's now. Awesome. Earlier, you said I was starting to sound like you. Now you're starting to sound like me. We talk about this all the time in everything you <laughs> yes. do, everything you do. But why wouldn't you? And here's the thing. Many things we find getting to the top 3% isn't nearly as difficult as most people would think it would be. 
oh gosh, it's so easy. It's the hard part is making the decision to do it. Yeah. And then once you do it, you're like, you look back and you go, I would never do that. Like the choice, it's not even a choice anymore right. of what you would eat when you go out to dinner. It's, this is what I'm having. Make it this way for me. Don't use canola oil. Don't do that. Or order around. I yeah. always call it around the circle. Like we were at a restaurant the other day and they're using canola oil in their salad dressing. So I said, just bring me olive oil and um, a lemon and I'll use that. Yeah. But you have to ask the questions and it it's no longer, it, it's not even a choice. It's just a decision at that point. Right. And it, it's easy. Once, once you've made the decision, it's so much easier because you feel the benefits. Yeah. Hey, one more thing. Tell me, tell me why I like this toothbrush so much. When I first looked at it, I'm like, really? Because we're so used to seeing all these new high tech, fancy shapes and colors and toothbrushes and, you know, the water picks and all this other kind of crazy stuff that has never helped anything. And I open up this, you know, this kit, this whole dental detox kit. And at first I looked at the toothbrush and I'm like, really? that's the toothbrush they're going to give me. Why do I like this thing so much? A couple of reasons. First of all, the bristles are soft. And so it feels good. And it does feel good. one of the reasons, probably the, the main reason that people are ending up with um, receding gums is the fact that they're using a hard toothbrush because you think hard is better and it's not. Um, and they're, they're literally brushing away their gum tissue. So, First, the the bristle is soft. It's infused with charcoal. So most black, the the bristles are black. Most of the toothbrushes on the market that have black bristles, they're just colored black. But ours is actually infused with charcoal. So as you're brushing, just like I talked about pulling toxins from your pit tissue with our deodorant, the charcoal actually helps pull toxins from your teeth and your gums. So it's doing a double duty. Not only is it going to help brush your teeth and keep your gums healthy, stimulating your gut, your blood flow and your gum tissue, but um, it's also going to be pulling toxins. And the bamboo um, is sustainable. The bamboo brush head or uh, actual brush handle is um, it, it's sustainable. Bamboo is such a great, yeah. it, it grows so fast. It's so eco-friendly and the bamboo itself will disintegrate as opposed to plastic. Um, the plastic in the, in yeah. the landfills is Forever horrible. And toothbrushes, yeah. About, yeah they're, and we're getting into our water systems, which then, you know, it, that's another whole, whole problem. Um, but our toothbrush is amazing. I really, I love the toothbrush. It's, it's, and we now have a kid size too, so um, that kids can use it, but um, it's, it's great. And I don't know if you know how to brush your teeth the right way. No, you should um, tell us. But most, yeah, most people brush the wrong way, which is actually going to cause more wear on your gum tissue and your enamel. So brushing sideways, side to side is a no, no. You want to brush up and down, up and down. Um, if you're going to do a circle, cause I know people were taught to brush in a circle, make it an up and down circle instead of a really wide circle. You want to do more of an up and down motion is how you want to brush your teeth and, and spend, you know, you're supposed to brush for two minutes. So I typically say spend enough time in each area. So you want to do the outsides of the teeth and then the insides and then the bite section of the teeth. Spend at least two minutes, at least twice a day. You will never go wrong if you brush your teeth longer or more often. Unless, of course, you're brushing with the wrong thing, yeah, which right. then might just mean you're increasing your chances of cavities and gum disease. But 
you're using the right stuff, brushing your teeth more often is always a bonus. Excellent. Hey, Trina, I just looked up on the board and we have questions specifically for you. Do you, do you have some time to take some? I would love to answer questions. All right, let's do that. Let's, uh, let's go to Illinois. Jerry, welcome. Well, good morning, Trina. I uh, owe you a sincere apology because when you were first on for a specific reason, I completely disregarded all of your commentary. So my question, I asked Kevin and I stumped him and I've got two two distinct questions. So let me get the first one first. I stumped Kevin when I called him and asked him, what oral protocol or products would you suggest for somebody that has no teeth or a full set of dentures? Mm-hmm. Toothbrush ain't gonna do me any good. You know, it's really no different. You because your gum tissue still needs to be taken care of. It still needs the stimulation of a toothbrush. I mean, think about and and this is the same thing for newborns or babies. You know, before they have teeth, I always get the question, when should I start brushing my kids' teeth? And I say, I started giving my kids a toothbrush before they even had teeth, so that they can massage their gums because your gum tissue is extremely important. Even if you don't have teeth, if you wear dentures, it's it's really important to keep it healthy. And the and the bone structure beneath is also extremely important, your jawbone. So I say, you know, especially with the tooth powder or our toothpaste, the the powder and paste again contains the clay and it's gonna help pull toxins to keep your gum tissue healthy. So I would still brush with a soft toothbrush, brush your gum tissue just like you would if you had teeth. Huh. Never follow that. Hey, while we're talking about okay. products, Trina, I need to jump in here because I've thought about this a couple times today. I keep forgetting. Um, I, I'm going to kind of put you on the spot a little bit. Is there any way we can get the yeah. oil in bigger containers? I actually love using that oil for oil pulling, and there's just not enough in those little bottles. Uh, I don't know. Um you know, I would have to consider that. I'll put it on my. I'll okay. put it on my to-do thinking list. It. it I, um, I, I know the oil. The, the it, oil is really good. It's amazing. So I have this, you well, know, routine. I do everything in the shower. So uh, while I'm in the shower and like shaving my head and doing all that other stuff, I I do my. You know, I brush my teeth right in the shower, especially with the black charcoal. It's a whole lot easier that way and a lot less messy. Um, and it's just <laughs> time-saving, and I like being in the shower. So I do all that first, and then when I go on to the rest, like shaving my head, I just start oil pulling while I'm doing all the rest of that stuff. And I absolutely love what, oil pulling with that oil. Yeah, it's really good. Here's the, here's the interesting thing, though, just so you know. Because people always ask me how, what I think about oil pulling. And it, the pain point with oil pulling is you really need to do it for 20 minutes to get the benefit. Um, and olive oil is the better oil, which is what we use for our product. Olive oil is the better oil to oil pull with, but most people can't tolerate the taste of it, so they use coconut oil. Um, but what's really cool is when you brush with the powder for two minutes it, and, and then use the gum drops as, you know, just putting them on your gums and letting them sit there, it does the same thing as a 20 minute oil pull because of the way it's formulated and the clay and the, and the two powder. So I tell people, if you really love oil pulling, keep doing it. It's not hurting you, but if it's a 20 minute pain point, then just understand that using my system is doing the same thing and actually more 
than what oil pulling can do for you because you're actually getting the minerals and other things along with it. Excellent. I still like, but while I'm doing other stuff, having the oil in my mouth and swishing it around, I, it just, it feels good. Yeah. And that's good. <laughs> that's good. But most people, most people won't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah right. If you love it, do it. Go for it. But some people do it and they hate it. But, and that's why I tell them if you, if you're using my system, you don't have to do the oil pulling unless it's, you're passionate about it. Cause you really have to enjoy it to, to do the full 20 minutes. Got it. Excellent. All right. How about another call? Oh, I got another question. Kevin. Oh, yeah. Go ahead then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had a whole other subject and sure. I think you pretty well answered my first question on my, my oral health on that. I'll just use the stuff just like I had teeth, I guess. So, um, Okay, Trina, I guess I'm having disregarded all of your information. I, I want to know what resources you have available. When uh, I had a granddaughter that when she was about 10 years old, she proclaimed that she was going to be married with 2.5 kids, live in Nashville, and be a dentist. Well, <laughs> she hadn't gotten to Nashville yet, but she just uh, started her uh, three-year course in, uh, I think it's called dental hygienist or some extensive uh, college course in dental hygienist. What resources do you have available that I could maybe gently persuade her to look at to keep an open mind about and maybe get her convinced to maybe take a little different path for the natural dentistry type of hygienist. You know, on all of my platforms, we have a lot of blog articles um, on our website. And I also have a lot of videos that I do um, on Instagram and Facebook, whatever platform she, she's probably younger. She follows probably Instagram. So she can I'm check that sure. out. I do have a lot of dental hygienists that do follow me and um, they have, they love the more natural uh, path. They understand it and they really do follow the more natural path. So yeah, just exposing her to the, you know, just the, the idea that there are more natural alternatives than what you're going to get. Obviously, if you're going to be a hygienist, you have to go through school, just like I did with nursing. You have to go down that medical path if that's what you're going to do. But once you're done, you still can make the choice. You can still make the, the decision. And there are plenty of biological dentists. So she can maybe get connected with a biological dentist in your area or wherever she's going to school or where she ends up and then be a hygienist for a biological or holistic dentist that would then be utilizing more natural modalities instead of all the chemical and that kind of stuff. And does Kevin have a link to your website on his site, I wonder? Uh, we probably do I don't somewhere, know if he does. but it's, uh, it's pretty easy to find yeah, either way. Might. All right, all right. Well, I'm sure I can, she can find it. I don't know if I'd be able to or not, but... <laughs> Yeah, just give her the company name and tell her to, to um, go check us out and to read our blog articles and follow us on okay. Instagram. And um, that way, at least she's exposed to it and she's, you know, she can make make up her mind. But um, down the road and, you know, as she's doing her career, um, maybe she'll choose to work with a biological dentist or a holistic dentist instead. Well, I, awesome. I think the first thing, the, the first step would be for grandma to cut loose and maybe buy her a couple of the kits just to try herself. There you go. You know, here, try this for 30 days or 60 days or whatever, and I'll just send them to her and say, hey, just try this, keep an open mind, and then we'll go from there. You know, that would be the first step, I think. 100%. Because trying is really what is going to change her mind, um, to know that it actually works. 
and how it feels, the difference it makes. So that is definitely one of the things I would say would be a great gift from you for her. Well, well all right. Well, at least I'll get that order there someday. I'm not even sure what her address is. Now she's in college, but I'll bet I'll figure it out somehow. There you go. <laughs> Thank you so much, folks. I appreciate it. All right, Jerry. Thanks You're for the welcome. call. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, I, I just had a thought and it just flew right out of my head. What was it? I've had so many thoughts today talking about this stuff. Oh, I know what it was. I have um, a quick question. Sure. Go ahead. Laura. Oh, okay. Go ahead. All right. Well, um, I just want to go back real quick to the deodorant. And I was wondering, Trina, has, is it possible to have like a little healing reaction to the deodorant? For instance, like maybe little bumps or postures for the clay, like pulling toxins from the lymph nodes. Have you have you heard of anything like that? It's possible. When people switch to natural deodorants, here's one of the things um, that most people don't know, because a lot of people have tried natural deodorants. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, most natural deodorants use baking soda in their formulation, and baking soda can change the pH under your armpits and actually cause a burn, which will show up as a rash or a pustule. Um, using my deodorant, we don't use baking soda because of that. We use other things like cornstarch uh, or arrowroot powder and the clays and things like that. Um, zinc oxide is also used in ours. Yes, it is detoxing. Mine will pull toxins. So initially... And everybody's different. It depends on what you were using and obviously, you know, your health status and things like that. But it is possible to end up with a little bit of redness or soreness or um, even a couple little pustules as you're getting rid of toxins. Don't forget, like, these chemicals that are in our tissues. I always tell people this. This is an interesting thing um, that most people don't think about when they're trying to lose weight. You store toxins we talked about forever toxins, but you store toxins in your fat tissue. And when you start to mobilize anything and by, by mobilizing or massaging your pit tissue every day, you are mobilizing not just the lymphatics, but you're also massaging the fat, the fat tissue in there as well, mobilizing toxins from the fat tissue. But when people go on a weight loss program and you start losing weight, you can essentially be mobilizing so many toxins as you're burning fat. These toxins can then get back into your bloodstream. And then a lot of times, day three, day four, day five, you end up feeling sluggish, lightheaded, brain fog. And you feel like, oh, I can't keep doing this. When in reality, you're doing the right thing. You're just kind of overloading yourself with toxins again because you're mobilizing them. But the same thing in your tissues um, and the deodorant. After a period of time, and it's usually 7 to 14 days, 1 to 2 weeks, that typically subsides. I've told people that if you really want to kind of move yourself through that quicker, apply it before you go to bed as well. Um, by doing that, you can help to mobilize those toxins um, and, and pull them out of your body a little bit faster than just doing a once-a-day application. Okay. Awesome. Thank you for that. Yeah. And you know what? We've talked about that so many times in the body. I mean, we talk about it all the time, the same healing reaction. Be careful with detox because, you know, you're going to be moving a lot of toxins around the body and we start to see some some pretty uncomfortable effects sometimes. So same thing here. You know, here's here's what we keep finding. 
Um, every time we, you know, we, we talked about the book like Brain Energy, and it turns out that the brain's no different than the rest of the body. I don't know why we really have psychiatrists and psychologists. It almost seems like now every time we find a brain issue, it tends to be a metabolic issue. It's no, the brain's no different than the heart or the kidneys, but some, why, I don't know why we treated the brain and continue to treat it as though it's so different and it's really not. It's having the same effect from our poor diet and our poor lifestyle than every other organ in our body. And yet we treat it differently. And now, now we're seeing the oral, it's not separate. It's no different. All the same things we deal with in the whole body we see the same things work and happen in the mouth. And, and we've so overcomplicated everything with this hyper-specialization in medicine. Yeah. What's really interesting, mm-hmm. this just, um, I remembered something. Um, I always say that there's a connection between um, fluoride and aluminum. So fluoride is in most dental products. Aluminum is in a lot of antiperspirants. And, and, and aluminum is what prevents you from sweating. It'll actually clog your sweat pores and all those toxins then stay inside your body, whether it's in the the tissue or it's in your lymphatic system, which is why then we become sicker because we're not getting rid of these toxins. But fluoride, there was a study done that fluoride actually opens or widens the, the blood brain barrier channels. And it will then allow things that are big enough, too big to normally get in, but still small enough that they can pass through an open channel can allow toxins to then enter the brain. So that's a bad thing. And then it was, the study was basically that the fluoride would open the channel and then aluminum would then, they were doing it for aluminum, aluminum could pass into the brain. And then that might be the link between the aluminum antiperspirants and Alzheimer's um, because they were finding aluminum in some Alzheimer's brains. Yeah. But you know, that's another, another thing that you're talking about that it's, you know, it's, it might be as simple as, you know, getting rid of the fluoride in your dental products and maybe your brain will feel better. Wow. Uh, I want to pick, yeah. speaking of brains, I want to pick your brain for a second. Um, one of the things I, I always try to do when we discover that something works, um, I always try to go back and figure out, okay, what what are we replacing that we used to do naturally as hunter-gatherers? It, I, I always go there first. You know, I, I believe far more in the old ways than new technology when it comes to our health. Everything, it seems like we've thought we were smarter about we almost always seem to be wrong and everything the way Mm -hmm. we just evolved naturally seems to be right so when i come across something i always try to think okay what what are we replacing here like why why does really good infrared therapy work so well that one was pretty easy to figure out we used to spend the majority of our time in the sunshine all day. We lived outside in the mm-hmm. sunshine all day long, and now we're afraid of sunshine. We cover up, we put on sunscreens, we're in buildings all the time. So all that infrared is doing is just getting us a little closer to the way we used to live anyway. It, it's a substitute a little bit of, of for that sunshine. So what that tells me is you should also focus right. on getting outside in the real sunshine and exposing as much skin as you can all the time. Don't be afraid of skin cancer. Boy, were we lied to about that. So what I want to get to is I did some studying on the lymphatic system. And one of the things I found that really seems to work to mobilize that lymphatic system 
is a, a vibroplate, a very specific frequency of vibration that gets that lymphatic fluid moving. Um, Bulletproof Dave Asprey, I think, kind of was the first place I read it, and I did the research, and I actually had somebody build me a vibroplate. We were trying to see if we could build one that would work in a truck, but there's some challenges there. So you, you might stand on this thing for 10 minutes a day. I actually just combine it if uh, when I'm doing my, um, my resistance training, I stand on it or sit on it as much as I can. But I started thinking, what are we replacing? What, what about our hunter-gatherer lifestyle kept that lymphatic fluid moving? And why are we now doing things like using vibroplates and massaging our, our armpits? And I, I believe those things work. But what are we replacing? What what part of our lifestyle used to do that? Any thoughts? One hundred percent. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I have a I have a vibe plate too. I love that. Oh, okay. You're right. It does help drink products. But um, you know, I would. It, it's probably the fact that we were not sedentary. We were hunting, hunting and climbing trees, yeah. and you know, we were always moving. And it's that movement. And now we sit at a desk. Right. Our arms are. Like always at our sides, we're not even like how many, when was the last time you actually lifted your arms above your head and did stretches, you know, like we never, we rarely even move out of our frame of forwardness. Um, I was doing some jumping jacks one day and a health, um, she was like a physical therapist was like, oh my God, I love seeing that because you're going on the other plane. We're so used to doing everything in front of us that we never do like the jumping jack motions on the sides anymore. And just doing that is going to mobilize a lot, that jumping motion, the moving of the arms up and down. So I try to do, um, a hundred jumping jacks a couple times a day. Whenever I try to do it, like when I do bathroom breaks, I'll be like, okay, do a hundred yeah. jumping jacks. <laughs> and that will help. Like, first of all, it helps give it like a hundred sounds easy, but it's, oh, it gets no, that's tough a lot after of work. a while. Yeah. And, um, it's a lot of work. You're done. And you're like, Oh my gosh, okay. I need some water. But that hundred of jumping jacks does so much, not just for your physical body, but for your mental state as well. Yeah. So, just getting, I, you know, I really believe it's our sedentary lifestyle. We sit in front of a computer, we sit in front of a TV, we sit in front of our phones, you and know, we're just not You know, here's something else to think about. You know, we, we always talk about this toxic load, and I mean, even your dental kits are called detox kits. I mean, this toxic load, a couple things to think about. One, as hunter-gatherers, 99% of the toxins we deal with today didn't even exist. They just weren't there. They're, they're, these toxins weren't around, these forever chemicals and all this other crap. We created all that. So they didn't have nearly the toxic load we have. And then you've already talked about it. We have seven detox pathways in our body. One of the most powerful is sweating. How often do most people sweat today? We, we stay in a comfortable 70 degrees everywhere we go, our car, our house, our office, our stores. We almost never sweat. And, you know, now that I've gotten so into gardening and I spend, you know, six to eight hours a day sometimes out there, I'm sweating a little bit almost all the time. So it's like this toxic thing. We got the double whammy. We have loaded the world with toxins and we no longer detox very well because of our lifestyle. Yeah. And your liver is so overwhelmed. Yeah. It's so overwhelmed at this point. 
most people. That's why it's so important to eat as clean as possible and get rid of the sugar. Get you don't need it. Get rid of the sugar. The sugar is clogging everything up too. Yeah. Um, wow. We're so addicted to sugar in our diet. And if you if you can get rid of like if you can make one uh, people have asked me what what one diet change would you recommend? I think get rid of sugar. Omit it, it. Get rid of it. You know we talk Stop about eating it. Yeah, we talk about that all the time. I mean, it's the number one topic here. Is is it, the interesting thing that we have found on diet? You know, we all, how many times have we heard about the latest superfood, acai berry, this and that, add this and you're going to, here's what we found. Don't add anything to your diet, zero. Nothing you add to your diet right now is going to make much of a change in your health. It is all about taking things out, not putting anything in. With the more stuff we take out, sugars, grains, seed oils, the more stuff we take out, the healthier people get. Yep. All right. Let's grab another. Are you still good on time? Oh, yeah, I'm good. Okay. Let's let's grab another call. We're going to go to Indiana this time. Mike, it's your turn. Good morning or afternoon. Hey, um, um, he's got a question about I got a mouthful of implants and then um, real strong, thin, tight dentures attached to it that I literally have to take like a screwdriver to pry them out, you know, to get them out. So I don't think anybody really knows I've got dentures because of that. But what are those implants doing to my system? I've had them for 15 years. Um, well, it's, it, that's, that's a hard question for me to answer because I can't, first of all, I can't treat anybody. And yeah. secondly, I, I can't see what's going on. Um, inside your mouth, well, if if you've not been to a dentist, like if you're having any pain or inflammation. No, no, um, I don't have any problems anymore. I, I, in 15 years, I haven't been to a dentist and I have never had any problems. I, I still, I'm, I bought this stuff for my wife to brush her teeth. She loves it. And I think I'm going to start doing that with my implants, you know, mm-hmm. a little history. I, I my my true best friend I've ever had in my life, where we were inseparable for 25 years. He was a medical doctor and a dentist. And he was one of them doctors that old style. He'd do everything, you know, the Syrian section, operated on knees. He'd do anything. And he also, he's the one that did all the implants for me because he told me that dentistry is the biggest scam that there is in a medical industry. Um, That's saying a lot. So I went in the first time with him. I went in the first time with him and I had a cavity and he said, and he always did everything for just the materials. I, you know, we were best friends. So he did all the work usually at eight, nine o'clock at night in, in his dentist office after everybody was gone. And, and, uh, he, but he told me, he said, you got a cavity. Now your first cavity, he said, I'll, I'll fill that. But eventually it's in a year or two, it's going to turn into a root canal. And then once it turns into a root canal, um, that root canal will eventually go bad. And then, and then we'll have to pull it. At that time, I want to put an implant in there because if we don't, then you're, you're stuck with a bridge. They're going to grind each tooth down in front of the bridge or in front of that missing tooth and the one behind it. And then before long, those two teeth are going to be root canals. And then before long, you're going to have three missing teeth. He said, it's the biggest scam there is. And he said, I don't know whether to blame the dentist because they don't tell people this or if they if it's the insurance companies, because nobody can afford just to put 
a $3,000 implant in. At the time, they would rather spend $700 on a root canal. And so over time, you're going to be a whole lot better off money-wise by just when the when it, when it needs an M, when it needs a root canal, you, at that time you pull the tooth and you put an implant in there. That was 20 years ago, you know, is what he told me. But I didn't know if you guys yeah. knew that. Yeah, I mean, um, root canals are a temporary fix. Um, unfortunately, right. you know, the damage is done, and eventually the tooth will probably die, um, and then right. it will eventually need to be pulled. But before you get to that point, that's the stage that, you know, I really want to educate people is, you know, if you have a cavity or sensitive teeth, as long as there's not infection and not severe pain, there's a possibility that you can heal that. You can, even if you need to get a cavity in it or a filling in it, you could actually prevent any further damage. Um, And that's what I do with my daughter's tooth. My daughter had a natural a molar come in at the age of two with a natural cavity in it. Um, the dentist said the tooth, the tooth, you know, just like you're saying, would have to be pulled within a year. But he wanted to put a temporary filling in it. The temporary filling was going to fall out every two or three months, and we would continue to just evaluate whether we put another temporary filling in it or if we then pull the tooth. And when I was leaving the dentist office, he said, don't worry, mom, we put a temporary filling in it. Now we just hope for the best. And that's what sparked this entire education, my my research, and then my entire product line, because I found Dr. Weston A. Price. And I realized, you know what, if I keep doing what the dentist is telling me to do, he's right. I'm going to have to pull the tooth within a year. But if I, if I come up with a formula that can actually heal the tooth and remineralize it, I might be able to save that tooth. So the tooth that was, that's how I basically built my dental detox kit, my tooth powder, my toothpaste. And to make a long story short, the tooth that was supposed to be pulled within a year fell out naturally at the age of 12. So it lasted the full 10 year cycle. And it, the, the original filling, the temporary filling that was only supposed to last two months was still in place. We never had to replace that because my formula allowed her to to remineralize, get rid of bacteria, keep it super clean, remineralize over that filling to hold that filling in place and prevent any bacteria. So you can break the cycle, even if you have to get a cavity filled. My message to people is every single tooth in your mouth is in the exact same environment. And since we now know it's not a one tooth problem, it's an environment problem. If you change the environment inside the mouth, and use a more alkaline product that has uh, minerals in it, maybe you can stop the growth of further cavities and halt the one that you currently have and protect that tooth from even having to have a root canal. Um, so that's where that's where I'm at. That's where I want to help people. I never want to say don't go get, you know, if, it, if there's pain or inflammation uh, or infection, um, you might need to do what your dentist says, but that doesn't mean you still shouldn't make a change because you're going down that rabbit hole of going to need that tooth pulled eventually. Maybe we can stop that whole process. Yeah. There's only one problem with this whole thing is you weren't around 20 years ago. I know. <laughs> well, I was, but I wasn't yeah, right. doing that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, so he told me, so over time, you know, as my teeth went bad, they just started really going bad. 
So that's why every time I just have him pull a tooth and put an implant in, and and over time I had a mouthful of implants, so we just ended up repulling them remaining teeth, and then he just made you know the dentures for me and stuff, and and but you know that was over over quite a bit of uh, of time. Now he told me that it's important to have implants because that keeps your your bone structure built up. If you notice, he said you see people that don't do the implants, then then their bone structures go away, and that's where you see the little chin and stuff hanging down on people because their their bone structure the, is gone. The the best way to keep our bone structure is to keep our original teeth. Yeah, no shit. I wish everybody could do that. I, mean, I wish I would have known that, but. Yeah. But, yeah, and, and but, eat good know. food. Yeah, eat good, yeah, well, good food as well. Yeah, hey, it wasn't until, what, six or seven years ago he started this, Gavin, and that's, you know, oh, I know. where I caught on to uh, it me, all. So. Me too. I didn't get to this stuff till I was uh, 52, so I love the fact that, you know, uh, my kids are starting earlier. The grandkids are growing up like this. I, um, you know, I, I wish I could have. I wish we all could have, but we didn't. Um, but, but here's the other thing. I, I, I keep saying this, Trina, I'm going to say it again. It keeps getting better. I started this at about 52, I think I just turned 60, not that long ago. And I honestly feel way better than I do when I was 20. Um, everything about my health is Mm -hmm. actually getting better, which, which we've been told, no, as you age, you deteriorate. No, you don't. Not that I see. I, I actually see we can be better. I'm looking forward to the next five years of things getting even better. I'm doing so many things right. When every time you talk, uh, I I have these light bulb moments. I just had another one. So if we talk about things like uh, supplements or, you know, maybe somebody cuts a little sugar out of their diet, they sometimes see results. I I tell almost everybody, you know, they'll call me and they say, I'm having this issue. What supplement do you have for me? And my first question is always, tell me about your diet. Well, you know, it, it, and as soon as they start, before they even say a word, when they say, well, you know, I know what's coming. They're eating the standard American diet. And I will tell them, don't buy anything from our store. Just don't. It, it's not going to work. You're going to waste your money. I've watched this over and over and over. It's not that these things don't work, but they won't work in, in the presence of the standard American diet nothing will overcome the damage done by the standard American diet. You can't out-exercise it. You can't out-supplement it. You can't out-detox it. If you are eating the standard American diet, you're going to be sick. And you have to change yeah. that diet. It, it's, but that is a big, big step for a lot of people. I just got thinking about something. I think your product line may be the one thing people can do that even within the standard American diet, they're going to see some results. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's yeah. exciting to me because that may become the first thing we recommend for people. When somebody comes to us and they're, they're awesome. eating the standard American diet and, and instead of telling them, look, you have to make this massive change. I might just say, let's start with your mouth. Let, let's just try this. Try these products, see mm-hmm. what kind of results you get. That that may become a really big thing. I think you're right because honestly, if people, they just need one win and a right. diet change is a very huge 
change that people don't feel like they can conquer. But if you can just get them to feel better making a simple switch, then they've got one win. Now let's keep going. Lauren, what and do you th- it, it will. It will help people. Lauren, what do you think about that? I love that idea. I love that idea. I like the idea of implementing, you know, the oral health kit into the, you know, my practice when I'm working with someone and things right. aren't working and they kind of come to stand still as well. So, and I agree. And it is very frustrating when you work with someone for, you know, the initial call and their number one question is, well, I, I need to know what kind of supplements to take. Right. Like, right. no, let's <laughs> back up. Let me explain what I do first because I clearly don't really understand what we do here. <laughs> right. And, you know, we're backing well, into things and, and it's true, yeah. Well, it's no no secret why that is the approach because we've been brainwashed our entire life. It, mm-hmm. When something about your health isn't right, you go to the doctor and they just prescribe something. That that's We've all been raised with that mindset. So they want to carry that oh, mindset sure. into the natural world. Oh, okay. I won't take those toxic pharmaceuticals. I'll take your supplements. No, that's not the point. We say over and over in a perfect world, we wouldn't need a single supplement, right? Would we all three agree on that? If everything were right, there there shouldn't even be a supplement industry. No, you should be. Yeah, everything comes from diet. It's possible, but in this world, that's unfortunately because of the lack of nutrients in soil and things like that, you still need some supplementation, but it should be the natural type of supplementation. And it shouldn't be the first step ever. We don't want it to be the first step. No, no. It's not the answer. Well, you sort of have to figure out what the problem is. Right. And the problem with the American, the standard American diet is it's it's causing the problem. So you don't even know what the baseline problem is until you get rid of the the problem itself and then you see where the pieces fall and then you know what what's how to support the body you have to get rid of the the chemicals and the you know all of the processed foods and that kind of stuff because you don't even know how your thyroid's going to respond or your you know liver or any of your organs are going to respond when you take away what's causing the problem you know there's absolutely i'm happy that came out of your mouth yeah you know (laughs) another example of this there is so much evidence that berberine lowers blood sugar every bit as good as metformin sometimes maybe better with zero side effects um but Never, never do I tell somebody when they call and they're pre-diabetic or diabetic or their blood sugar's out of control. Never do I say, oh, well, let's just put you on berberine. We don't ever do that. There's 10 steps before we would even think about the berberine. It might help. It's a supplement. Maybe we should just look at the word. It's a supplement. So if you're not doing anything to fix the problem, then what are you trying to supplement? Yeah, that's so great. Berberine yeah. came to yeah. mind, actually, when we started talking about yeah. this. I, I'm really excited about this possibility that we could have a quick, easy win. I agree. And that's what people are looking for. They need something that they feel. And then they they get the confidence that, oh, I, maybe I can change my diet. This, this worked. So now let me see what else I can do. You know, I, I certainly hope um, um, Lisa and the team are listening because I have a feeling they better order some more detox kits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, people ask me where to start. And um, for your listeners, and you guys have the detox kit, 
that is my go-to. I created it for as the starting place. It has everything that you need for 60 days to change that environment inside your mouth and get you on the right track. So yeah, totally. That it, 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 we can't keep enough of them. Like we we sell that left and right. We've got nothing but great reviews. Like we were talking earlier, people notice a difference almost immediately. And I've had people that have had teeth sensitivity for years. I'm not I'm not talking one or two. I'm talking like twenty to twenty five adults oh. who will contact me and say, "My teeth have always been sensitive. I can't eat things that are hot and cold because my teeth hurt so bad." I started using your program, your detox kit, three days, three days, and my teeth no longer hurt. That's what wow. a change can do. Yeah. 20 years, 20 years of dealing with it, three days later, their teeth, and I can't tell you how many times I've gotten that feedback. So it literally is just making full circle. It is about the environment inside the mouth. It's about the environment inside your body. And if you're not going to make the change, you're going to go insane. You know, I had another thought. You know, the issue with the dentures. And I didn't know the answer to that question. So I'm glad you came on and and helped us with that one. Um, What it sounds like to me is, is if we think about dentistry, we think about teeth. That's Everything's about the tooth. In your system the tooth almost isn't important at all. And I don't mean that it's not important, but it's not, it's not what we're treating. You know, dentists treat teeth. It's It's like their primary focus. Yeah. But technically they should be treating the entire mouth, but they also should be looking deeper. Like if you're good, they should actually be the ones that tell you you're at risk for heart disease, you're at risk for diabetes because your mouth but yeah, it's the gum tissue, the bone structure, the actual position of your tongue. The position of your tongue dictates dictates your posture. If you have a forward head posture, if you change the position of your tongue, you can put your your head back into a neutral posture. Um, but the position of your tongue has a, a lot to do with Wait your a minute. health. I have a question. I have a I have quite a bit of faith in chiropractors been going to them most of my life and I get good results. And most chiropractors are much more natural in their approach. But I've had how many x-rays over the years? I've always got a forward head position. And no matter what I do, it never fixes itself. Not one chiropractor ever told me about my tongue. I know. So a quick little um, thing that you can do is it's kind of at the back of your throat where your your tongue, your tongue really should rest at the top of your, uh, on your top of the top of your mouth. It shouldn't rest down on your lower jaw. It should actually rest at the top of your mouth. Um, and if you do the little exercise, so way back where your throat is, if you push your tongue up against the top of your, your palate, way back there, um, like way back where your tonsils are, that will, you'll, you'll notice a change in your neck and in the position of your head and just do pull hold your tongue up, hold it for a count of two or three, let it back down, do, you know, a couple sets of 10 of those every day. And you will notice I, I, I do it every once in a while when I'm walking and I'm, I'm slumped, I'm tired. I'll put my, and immediately your head goes up, your shoulders go back and it puts you more in a, um, in the, in the correct posture. Wow. <sighs> Love that. Yeah, I do too. Trina, I can't thank you enough for everything. The the system, the the work you've put into this, the the work you continue to do to put it out there and and help us and come on the show and educate us. Um, it, just thanks so much. 
Oh, you're welcome. Thank you guys for doing everything and carrying all the products. I know you have a couple of new things, oh. including the deodorant. So oh. I'm super excited. Real, real quick before I let you go, tell us about the toothpaste. Because we started with the tooth powders and, and I love the powder, but I use the paste mm-hmm. too. I, I use it more when I travel because the powders, I worry about getting a little messy when I'm traveling. I, I love the powder, but I do use the toothpaste and I have to say I love the toothpaste. It, just kind of tell us about the toothpaste yeah. and why you developed it. Well, I developed the toothpaste mainly because in the, you know, standard, you kind of have to conform to what everybody's used to. And powder is not what most people are used to. Although I sold only powder for the first probably eight years of um, the company. And we've only done paste for about two years. But the paste, the way I formulated mine is I took the exact same formula of the powder and we added colloidal silver, and colloidal silver is amazing. I don't know if you guys have ever talked about colloidal silver. Uh, uh, Trina, oh, Trina yeah. let me stop you right I'm, there. I'm, I was going to say, I'm Wait, assuming you have. We, I'm we, assuming you have. Yeah. In a big, big way, we we uh, partnered with a company called Sovereign Silver and Sovereign Copper, and the person that led me to that, one of our regular guests on the show, he's become a good friend of mine, um, uh, Dr. Jack Wolfson. Um, a cardiologist was a, are you, oh, yeah, fam- yeah. you you're familiar oh, yeah, with Dr. I, I don't know, Jack. Yeah, I don't. Well, I am familiar with him and a good friend of mine that's friends with him. So yes, I know who he is. Yeah. So he's a regular guest. I was just down at a big conference with him in Vegas, not that long ago. And when I was at that conference, he was doing a presentation on both copper and silver for this company sovereign. Um, just in the last six months, we have learned so much about silver and copper, uh, and it, it's a regular part of our practice now, and we have both of them in the store. So I was really excited to see that you actually put silver into the toothpaste. Yeah, I love silver. And, you know, one of the reasons I like it is because it works more vibrationally, so it doesn't even have to come in contact with something to kill it. Um which I like because inside the mouth, that means that if you've got bacteria hiding in the pockets or between the teeth, it's, I don't, can't say for sure it's going to be able to kill it, but it has a better chance of killing it because it works on more of a vibrational level. Um, But I do love, I still use the the powder over the paste myself. Um, They both, I mean, they're identical other than the, the, the paste has colloidal silver in it. Um, I like the powder because it's super concentrated, uber concentrated. It's, I, I always tell people it's paste without the, without the water right. or without the liquid or right. without the colloidal silver. Yeah. So basically that's what it is. Um, but you know, it, it's to each his own. The kit, the starting kit comes with the powder because I feel that since it's more concentrated, they're going to get, they get faster results with the powder. And then okay. after the, the kit, People can use whatever they want. If they want to use the powder or the paste, then they, they make that decision for themselves. But yeah, and most a lot of people do. So, um, but I decided to offer the paste because it's the traditional thing and we really wanted to be able to get stuff into retail. And we have both powder and paste and, you know, stuff. But um, it is, it, it's a personal choice. Um, I try to get everybody to start, start with the powder because I've seen faster results with that and everybody's about results and I really want people to feel the difference very quickly so they continue to use it because that's where the impact is really going to happen. Got it. I, I know we got to let you get on with your day. Can I ask you one more question? Sure. Go. The, um, <laughs> I think it's in the dental boost with the, 
I don't even know how to say it, but as soon as I start to say it, you're going to know what I'm talking about. Tell us about the nano whatever the nano stuff is. The hydroxyapatite? Yeah. Say that again that so I know how to say it. Yeah. Nano hydroxyapatite. So it's in the de- in all of my dental products. So the toothpaste has it and the tooth powder has it as I well. I thought so. Right. But nano hydroxyapatite, if you actually look up like in a dentist book, um, or even Google nano or hydroxyapatite, you will um, basically be told that it is the hard part of the enamel. It's basically the calcium and sauce in your enamel. Um, and so hydroxyapatite is fairly new as far as dentistry goes. Why? Like it's, I look at it and go, what do you mean it's new? We should have been using this years ago. <laughs> it's calcium and sauce and it's exactly what's in your teeth. So why were we putting fluoride that's not really supposed to be in your body anyway in your right. dental products that doesn't even make sense? So this is kind of the new fluoride because it literally is exactly what your teeth are made out of. The key, this is the key that consumers don't know, and this is what drives me nuts. This is where I just want to scream at the top of my lungs. If it's not nano, then the particles, the, the calcium and phosphorus are too large to be able to even enter your dental, your enamel, right. which basically means you're brushing and you're spitting it back out. So a lot of companies are using micro, which is not small enough, or a larger size of hydroxyapatite so they can say it's in there. And you're not going to get any benefit from those. It has to be nanohydroxyapatite. The other key that uh, I found out not too long ago um, that blew me away was the fact that you can use hydroxyapatite, but it won't fully harden unless magnesium is present oh. in the mouth. If there's no magnesium, that the hydroxyapatite might get into the tooth enamel, the little holes, but it might not fully harden. Huh. And what I love, I, I can never, like, I still, like, I always say it was a gift from God. The way that I formulated all my products, I didn't put it in my hands. I put it to a higher being every time I made a product. And I said, you just tell me what I need to put in this to make it work. And I, I designed the whole thing in my head um, before I actually, I knew exactly what I wanted it to do. And I asked the higher being to lead me to the ingredients. Wow. I don't know how I did it. Um, but somehow I formulated it with the, the three clays and all three clays have magnesium, magnesium in it, which is why my products work well. Yeah. Magnesium. In order to harden the enamel, you have to have calcium and phosphorus, but magnesium has to be present. So that's the key. If you are buying a product that has hydroxyapatite in it and it doesn't have magnesium, it might work a little bit, but your teeth aren't going to get harder because you know, it's not going to be but magnesium. You know what's so interesting in this? We were just talking about the copper and the silver. And I've studied silver before, never copper. I, I wasn't even aware of the whole copper issue. But silver, it's been around. It, it, I've studied it. When you read the science, you think, oh, well, that stuff's amazing. In the real world, I wasn't seeing a lot of results. And, and as soon as Dr. Wilson, you know, him and I were together and we talked about this and I said, look, I said, I, I don't get it. And he said, wait until you hear me talk today and then this is going to make sense. And you know what it came down to in the silver and the copper it was particle size. Yeah, mm. there are all kinds of products on the market. Oh, yeah. Yes, you get some results. The science is there. They work. They're not working the way we expected them to. And that's why I've kind of ignored the silver thing over the years. I haven't seen enough results. 
And when I sat through this, and, yeah. and it's the same thing. It's the particle size that they finally figured out. That's the same thing with the hydroxyapatite. Right. It has to be nano. Right. The other key with hydroxyapatite is it has. it's about shape. I don't know if that's the same with silver um, and copper, but with hydroxyapatite, it's all about the shape wow. of the hydroxyapatite as well. And if the shape is because there's um, like rods and there's um, cylinder yeah. um, type of shapes, if it's not the correct shape, it could actually cause DNA damage. Wow. There's only one company that makes hydroxy, nano hydroxyapatite that is actually deemed safe by the, it's like the consumer product safety yeah. um, standards. And that it's the company that we use for our products. So, and consumers don't know this though. That's what drives me nuts is like, I see all these products on the market and I know for sure they're not using the right product, the ingredients, but I, you know, people don't know how it, you can't put that on the box. You can't put everything on the box. So, and you know, that's why people will say, Oh, I've tried that and it didn't work. Well, right. You tried it, but the company was using the wrong type of product. They weren't using the right, right size or right shape or from the right company. And yeah, it's tough. It's, it's a dog eat dog world. And unfortunately the consumer is the one that pays the price. <sighs> yep. Absolutely. Trina, we, I could do this all day. I mean, I, I just, I, I get so many little nuggets of wisdom and, you know, light bulb moments. Um, I, we, we'd love to get you back, but I know we got to let you get on with your day. And well, I appreciate you guys taking the time to chat with me because anytime that we can um, get the word out there, it, it's a, it's a good day. It's a good moment in my life. That's what I live for. We so love thank that. You. Yeah. Thank you again. Thank we're, you. we're excited about our partnership and just looking forward to a lot more of it. Absolutely. And if you guys need anything, just reach out. You know how to get a hold of me. Will do. Thanks so much. Have a, have a great rest of your day. All right. Thank you. You too. All right. Take care. All right. We've got everything in the store. This is, this is one of our companies. I don't believe we have any real problems with the supply chain. Um, Everything's in stock. We got all kinds of great specials running for this. We got to clear the warehouse out so we can bring some exciting new stuff in. $5 shirts. Some of these are long sleeve jerseys, um, lots of different designs. Lauren, I, I almost forgot about this one until uh, I looked at the ad that Lisa did for the shirts. Have you ever seen our um, Profit Gages shirts? No, I don't think so. You, you got to go to the website. Stand, I mean, I, check. It's Gages. And look at the ad. Yeah, look I at the, the ad earlier. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of a <laughs> funny. Um, it, it happened one day way, way back when, when we were designing these shirts. But we, we have kind of a, a funny shirt with gauges on it. Uh, you got to check that okay, out. Check Everybody out. should go check that out. <laughs> we have a lot of very, very cool designs and we got a warehouse full of this stuff. And we got to move some, we got to make some room. So $5 shirts. Uh, and I believe that's for every $150 you spend in the store. And, uh, one of those awesome toothbrushes free for every $75 in primal life stuff. So a lot of great specials just head on over to the store um, you'll figure it all out. If you have any questions, call Tribe Care. Um, they'll take care of it. Now we're going to get to some calls that have been on hold almost the whole time. Terrence, thanks for being patient. What's on your mind Kevin, today? My God, just what the stuff that we just learned. 
Isn't that I remember crazy? I had to write this stuff down. So, 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 like the biggest thing was like, you know, what she was talking about the lymph node glands. What the like, you know, like remember when we? What, I'm, I remember when I first started it. I stopped all the greens, and it was like I think it was like right around April I started doing it. So anyway, I lived in Wisconsin at the time, so I had a, a screen room, uh, and it was all glass. You know, it, was, it had uh, jealousy windows, and so I decided I'm going to go out there and power wash and clean it. But I, and I started sweating and I broke out and I got this rash under my arms and I was like, oh my God, when did I get something on me? I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, no problem. So I finished doing the rest of the day. The next day I'm like, my God, what the hell is this? I was detoxing obviously yes. and it was part like with the keto flu. And then after that, I felt like shit for like three days, <laughs> but thank God I had, you know, I was using the magnesium, which she brought up too was right. the magnesium, you know, but the, all of the stuff that you've, you know, you've researched and put in, I think that's why we get, I'm not, not, I shouldn't say, the products you make is, is, is great, it's good. But I think just because of the stuff that we're using, all the stuff she said, we, we, we're using every day. Right. Like, I'm, but having magnesium right. in the coffee and, and, and all that, it's... So here's another way You know what? Here's another way of looking at this. We work with cardiologists. We work with neurologists. We're working with a nurse who specializes in oral care. No matter who we work with, aren't we all coming back to the exact same answers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, so when we brought in the dental care, maybe one of the reasons we get such incredible results, like over-the-top results, is because we've already put all the other things in place. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. It's just, I, and it's like, too, the other thing, thing, too, is like, with the, the, the underarm, the, the deodorant, so now I'm going to be honest, I stop, I, 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 the only deodorant I use is that, and I don't, I don't, I do like you, Kevin. I wa I put a little bit of soap. I wash. That's it. I don't put shampoo anymore. Yep, right. And it all started, I started doing this when I started doing the stuff with the hair. And last night, I mean, cause we're supposed to, I'm, it's supposed to get a hurricane down here. It's well, it's starting to rain. Actually bring us in early today down here. So anyway, I said, I got to get the grass cut. I, I didn't do it on the weekend. I went fishing both days. Good. Long story short, I get home. It's like 90 something degrees. I bust out the grass within like an hour and 15 minutes, sweating like a pig. But when I got in the, inside, now I, I mind you, I worked all day. I was up since four thirty in the morning. I got done cutting the grass. I didn't even smell. I know. Usually, I stink. I, you right. Know? Like you can't so, even stand yourself. It's so bad sometimes that goes away. Yeah, it's amazing. All right, I'll let someone else. I can't just. I, I, I here's what I was going to say before. I could act. Well, I'm listening to her talk. And I hear you like interjecting a little. I could actually physically see your, you like like a, put a light bulb above your head and writing shit down to say to her. And I'm trying not. To, <laughs> and I'm trying not to interrupt her every thirty seconds. I, I'm holding back because I just want to let her talk. But then I want to, you know, I have to remember what it is I want to say. And, yeah. You know, no, Kevin, I think this is going to be a breakthrough here. But like you said. But starting off with it, I, I really do. So. I think so. I struggled with it. I struggled with it in the beginning too with my teeth. And like I said, I haven't I haven't been to the dentist since before COVID, which was that the hit twenty twenty. Yeah, I, I haven't been. So yeah, well, I, I, I think you, it's going to be a great thing. You, you know, right, I, <laughs> I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna push back a little bit on something she said. 
how, you know, she put some importance on going to the dentist. I, I get it, kind of, but I, I'm much more in the mode of the farther away I stay from the medical system and the dental system, I think the better off I'm going to be. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, maybe it'd See, be I'm different if I find go. a really good biological dentist. I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, See, you know what I'm going to do? Because I got, I got Delta Dental, and, and, and I, I used Aspen when I was in Wisconsin. Now, I haven't been since then, so I, I'm due. I'm going to go. I've been using this for almost... Three months now, and I want to see if anything. Oh, yeah. I keep saying that. Right. Just that, you know, I I don't know why I want to. I, I don't know if I want to go and sit. You know, sit there and tell me, oh, you know, but I should see find out if it, well, if it changed my gums oh, because I, that's I, the only different I thing I did was change my lifestyle. You know, we've heard the stories for eight years. I went to my doctor. My doctor is blown away. He has no idea how I'm getting such good results, but he just tells me, whatever you're doing, keep doing. How many times have we heard that story in the last eight years? Over and over and over. A lot. Now I want to start hearing that about the dentist, too. I want to hear the exact same story. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll let someone yeah. else get in there. All right. Good Great stuff, stuff man. I, like I said, I could just... Oh, I cut you off while you're still talking. Let's... uh. Let's go to Michigan. Ron, welcome. Hey, Kevin. Hey, there. hey uh, good to talk to you. I talked to you a few weeks ago. I, uh, I teach a 602-hour course, uh, 18 weeks on how to become an owner-operator. And I have a new class that uh, just, just started this week. They're right out of uh, permit week. And so they're in their first week of training with me today. And we'd like to talk to you on Destination Health Day about uh, your basic philosophy on how to stay healthy as a truck driver, diet, exercise, uh, things of that nature. Yeah, the, um, you know, the interesting thing is, no matter what our occupation happens to be, our bodies are virtually identical. You know, we even talk about, uh, uh, Lauren, what's the term we use for people being slightly different? There's a term we always throw around. Bio-individuality. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not all that big of a deal. I think about 95% of everything we do is the same across every human on the planet. I really do. There are some differences. And, and when you get down to really, you know, maximizing your health, you might want to explore those differences a little bit. But for the most part, we're all human beings. You know, we're, there's not that many differences. And, and the occupation, you know, being a truck driver, it doesn't change any of my recommendations at all. We still say clean up the diet, eat mostly animal products, make the quality the best you can find or afford at the time, get the junk out of your diet. But other than that, all we really teach different to truck drivers is how to do those things in a job that's so bizarre. You're not at home. You don't have your kitchen. You don't have a refrigerator and a freezer handy. And you can't always shop at the best grocery stores. And so really nothing about my health advice is different to anybody. It's always the same. Our advice then gets specific on how to do some of those things. You know, but here's the biggest thing I could say that I try to get across to, to drivers that would change their health. Learn how to pressure can and learn how to ferment. Because once you know how to do those two things, you can control your food supply in that truck completely. And that's what this all comes down to. Everything we talk about is diet. 
everything. Everything else is peripheral. It's their lifestyle, sun exposure, all that stuff. Yeah, but it's diet. That is the first thing. It's the most important thing. We've got to change that. And how do you change it? That's really where we start teaching those other tactics. That makes sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I was a fitness trainer for a while and uh, competitive triathlete. And I would never recommend low carb to my clients because it's our body's preferred fuel source. Listening to you really changed my, my perspective on carbohydrates. And so I've come around, I fully believe in everything you teach, but it was counter to what I taught as a trainer. Right. And it was counter to what I used to teach. Yeah, right. Absolutely. It's just, we're sedentary so often as truck drivers that the ability to burn carbs is so much more limited than many other walks of life. So that really changed my perspective on on that particular aspect. But, you know, uh, you know, I'd like to talk a little bit about. But before we move on, one of the things that helped convince me of this, because it took a while for me too, but I, I do so much reading and so much research, mm-hmm. I think it happened faster. One of the things that convinced me of how our body really should be fueled is I go out in nature once, go spend a weekend camping and try to find carbohydrates in nature as food. They're almost non-existent. I can find protein and fat. I can't find many carbohydrates that I can eat. And if that's the case, then, then why would we think our body needs or wants these carbohydrates? They, they almost don't exist in nature. We created them all. What food can you go out in the wild right now and eat that's high in carbohydrates? Yes. Think anything? Uh, Honey. What foods can you go out in nature and eat that are... But even, carbohydrates. but even honey, let's think about this. Out in the wild, if I want some honey, I'm going to have to figure out how to fight off a bunch of angry bees that don't want me to take their honey. I can't just walk up to a shelf yeah, and pick up a little, little bear container and squeeze honey out of it. I'd have to work hard and probably suffer a lot to be able to get some honey. And then let's think of the other pattern. In nature, when do the carbohydrates tend to show up? In the fall. Almost all plant foods that are high in carbohydrates tend to ripen in the fall. Why? Maybe because when we eat them, we start to pack on some pounds to help us get through winter. Exactly why. It's almost the only way to put on some weight. If you are eating a good hunter-gatherer diet, you will be lean. There's almost no way around it. You will be lean and you'll be too lean to make it through a rough winter. So nature says, hey, look, right before winter starts, we're going to let the fruit ripen and and this should be your diet for a little while. Doesn't it all make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's uh, that's definitely something to think about. I I really have never considered that. Yeah, well, that, that thought process was what convinced me that our human diet is primarily animal products. It just is. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what about exercise, resistance bands, things of that nature? Yeah, so the first thing I try to tell people about exercise 
absolutely separate it from weight loss. The two have nothing to do with each other and shouldn't. We should never talk about them together. Weight loss is diet. I can make somebody absolutely lean, completely lean, and they could almost be a couch potato. Almost no activity whatsoever. So just separate those two first off because we've linked them so close together and it's just wrong. Doesn't work. We should be linking, and I don't even like to use the word exercise because it's got some bad connotations for people. I tend to use the word activity, movement. Um, We need activity and movement to keep us healthy, but not to make us lean. We can get lean just with our diet. We can be, what we need to be though is physically strong. That's what movement does for us. We even say that the focus has been put way too much on cardio and not enough on resistance. You know, most people now, and, and I even use this line once in a while, here's the simplest way I can tell you to be healthy. Eat lots of animal products and lift heavy things. It's resistance that really makes us stronger, not cardio. Good resistance training is also cardio, though. When you do our 10-minute resistance training, your heart rate goes through the roof. So again, we kind of got that one wrong. We focused on all this cardio when our real focus should be on resistance and strength training. Make sense? Oh, I completely agree with that. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. When, when we look at um, senior citizens today, I believe their single biggest health problem, and they have lots of them. So trying to figure out what the biggest one is was a challenge, but I think I figured it out. It's that they just become frail, weak and frail. And you don't have to. There's no reason to be weak and frail. There's no reason 90-year-olds couldn't have really good muscle tone and be really strong. True. And we build bone density through resistance training more than probably anything else. Well, um, it's interesting that you mentioned that. Dr. Jaquish, who developed the X3 bar and the workout system that we recommend his, he started working with senior citizens on bone density issues. That's why he developed all this. You said X3, right? Yeah, the X3 bar. He actually has a very yep. expensive okay. machine. Um, you wouldn't even buy this and put it at home. It's usually only found in clinics and doctor's offices that work with the elderly. And it was a resistance system designed for frail elderly people to help them get strong and build bone density. That was his original business. Out of that came the workout system in the X3 bar. Yeah, I was trying to come up with the name earlier. I knew uh, about the X3 program, but uh, I couldn't come up with the name. So, yep, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, that's where that all came from. That was his work was all in in senior citizens and bone density, and um, and he stumbled across the fact that we were working out all wrong. You know, it's amazing how how intelligent we think we are as human beings, and how many things we've really screwed up. Yeah, absolutely, without question. Now we're trying to unscrew them all. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I appreciate your help, Kevin. I, uh, like I say, this group is uh, just starting. I'm laying some foundational skills. Next week, we'll start running some loads off load boards and 
uh, doing some actual freight running and uh, learning how to run our businesses. So I, I, today I just wanted to take some time out and talk about being healthy. I, uh, I love what you are doing. We need a lot more of it. Congratulations. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Check in again. We'd love to uh, follow along with your classes. Let's go to Oklahoma. Carl, welcome. Hi, Kevin. I got a few things, a little couple questions for you, and a little something to laugh about is, uh, first thing is, is is there a way, um, because most dentists that I've heard from, uh, they said once your gum line starts receding, there's no way of getting that back. Oh, bullshit. Do you know of, like, protocol or something for that? Yeah, everything we just talked about today. Just use the dental (laughs) T-Docs kit. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, totally. my wife, she her her, her teeth, uh, you know, up in the front bottom. So all of her gums have receded really far down. Yeah, um, but, but absolutely, it can be fixed. How many times have we heard from doctors still today? I will get doctors on here who will swear to me, you can't cure diabetes. What the hell are you talking about? Bullshit. We do it every day. It's not even hard. That's actually one of the things I, I, I thought was kind of hilarious. I've uh, been working with my mom, and uh, she's been uh, going on a uh, you know high fat, low carb diet, you know, on her own. And uh, she saw the, the doctor, and the doctor was like, "Well, we're taking you off all of your diabetic medication because your blood sugar level is so low; it's down to thirty, and the doctor's freaking out." And she says, "She's like, I feel fine. I don't got the shakes or anything." So my question is, 20 years of treating her as a diabetic, why didn't they figure this out? Why did she have to figure it out on her own? I wish there was a way of uh, answering that other than the stupid, uh, you you know, medical system we currently got. That's it. That's the only answer. I, I just don't know how we got so screwed up. How, why do we pay doctor? It, look, I hate picking on doctors all the time, but I can't help it. And it's our system. But why the hell do we pay doctors so much when they don't fix a damn thing it, in health? Trauma. I've said it many, many times. We have one of the best trauma systems in the world. I have to thank trauma doctors for my life. They saved my life once. Trauma doctor did an amazing job on my hand after I crushed it. I have almost full use of it again. I couldn't be more impressed with our medical system and trauma. But we should stop paying doctors for health. They should be paying us. They're so bad at this. They should pay us. That's how bad they are. I would definitely agree. But that's never going to happen. So the only thing you can do is stop paying them to make you sick and keep you sick. Go work with a functional medicine doctor. You're actually going to see results and you're going to get healthy. I appreciate that. All right. What else you got? That's all I can think of right now. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for the call. Let's go to Kansas. Bob, welcome to the program. I just wanted to talk about my mental health and how much it has improved over the last, you know, five years that I've been doing this. And I, and it's just one of the most amazing, I, I used to be, you know, I I don't know if you would call me paranoid, but I was always in this mindset that other people were out to do things to me. And, And it's not like it was craziness, but 
I always had that feeling and I always was easy to anger. And I, I, I always had this chip on my shoulder and I have to say, I'm not perfect, but I have got to be at least 80% better. Wow. You know, and you were talking about how this in your mouth works so well for you. And I just, I, I, I have to think that this diet has changed me in such a way that it's, it, it's hard for me to, to even grasp that how much better I am than what I used to be. I agree. And I just wanted to... Well, and I had another thought, and I was listening to the show. I heard everybody talking about last week's uh, show, and I had a little bit of time yesterday. And so I listened to the Monday show where you guys uh, had kind of a blowout on the spaces and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I was just listening to some of those guys and how easily they are to anger. And I was listening to like TJ and uh, I can't remember the airline pilot's name and some, and Terrence and those guys and that, that were speaking on your side, they, they were kind of joking around, not joking, but you know, satirical. And right. they had to kind of, you, you said tongue and cheek a little bit. And, and those guys just weren't picking up on it. And I was, I was that guy. I mean, I, I was that guy. I did not pick up on things that were supposed to be a joke. And I think I've pushed a lot of people away in my life hey, because it, of that. And it, I think it, I have this, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but I, I'm going to lose this thought if I don't. Um, so that, that, that whole concept you're talking about, the, the other side, I keep, I hate to keep making this about sides, but it, it just seems to be where we are. Mm -hmm. we're, we're so far apart on everything, political, health, everything. The other side seems to be very angry. You know, I get passionate about things. I do. And I know I can get really worked up, but I don't know that you ever hear a lot of anger from me. But the only thing I'm really angry with is our medical system and how corrupt it's become in our food system. And, but I don't spend a lot of time dwelling on it and being angry about it. Um, and you're right that if you listen to the two sides there, one side is really angry and, and doesn't really seem to have any answers that I, I hear of. We keep asking them. Um, and you're right that the TJ and, and some of the other people and, and Fred and, you know, they, they were trying to, to just get their point across. You didn't hear anger. And then after a while, they actually do. You just start joking about it because what else can you do when they just keep screaming at you constantly? After a while, you start to, you know, crack some jokes, get a little sarcastic. And then that really pisses them off. So I, I hope Fred's still listening. I'm sure he is. I said the other day on, on this show. I'm just disengaging with these guys. After Monday, I'm just disengaging. I mean, I'm just going to keep doing my thing. And then 20 minutes later, I got online and engaged with one of them. And Fred said, oh, he, he commented on the post. He's like, great job disengaging there, Kevin. Um, but I want him to go back and look at that thread now. Because here's what I did. They made some comments. I engaged and, you know, gave my opinion of... You guys are on the wrong track here. The government isn't going to fix this. You're going to fix it yourself. I posted one time. There is probably now 40 re angry responses from them. They haven't stopped yet. And I have not responded to a single thing after that. And they're still spewing over and over and over. You know, Kevin, I don't mean this like in a in like in a bad way. I just wonder, have you ever asked them about their diet? I mean, you've helped me so much 
in my life. No, I don't need just to. Just by changing I, I, your diet, I, it changes your attitude. It and does. maybe if they could change their diet, and then maybe their view of the world would change, just like mine did. You and know, I I, I, I I don't know if you can help people like that or not, but well, I I can it help them. Hurt anything? I can help them if they're willing to change, and I can tell you what their diet is. It 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 it's not that hard. Social media, all you have to do is pay attention. I can hear somebody talk about having a soda or whatever. They they make comments, and I know clearly that they're just eating the standard American diet. It's not hard to figure out. I just know I was that guy. I was that easy guy to anger, chip on his shoulder. And I, I, I know I am not Let, perfect. And I, I have a long ways to go. But I am so much better. I'm so much more open to knowledge and learning things. And you know, I don't Let, know how much it's helped me in my life or anything. But just on a personal level, it's just made myself, my, my own life more enjoyable and I got more time. I got more patience for people. And maybe it's like this much, maybe a fingernail's worth more patience. But still, I got it's a that change, a little right. bit more in my pocket. Than it, it's a change, right? Let, let me let me give another example of of this argument, this debate, and and you know, we also know. So let let me start with this. When I look at an argument like they are screaming, the rates are low because. Brokers and big carriers are colluding. Then they took it another step further. Truck stop, debt, freight waves, they're all colluding to put out false data with the purpose of driving rates down for owner operators. Then they went one step further. I'm being paid by those companies to spread all of this misinformation. So that, that's their take. I'm not exaggerating anything. It's all posted. You can go read it all. I look at this and think, what is wrong with these people? They're not stupid. I know they're not stupid. Why, why do they think that this could be happening? It's so illogical. And then we put so much evidence in front of them that this is supply and demand. Nothing else, almost nothing else, nothing of any significance the rates are down or up based on supply and demand. That to me, that's so obvious. And when I keep putting evidence in front of them and they can't, it's almost like they can't absorb it at all. They won't even comment on it. They won't try to dispute the fact. They just ignore the fact that I said it or posted it and they go on spewing their beliefs. So I have to start thinking their brain isn't working right. It's not that they're stupid. Absolutely. Their brain is, is broken because of their diet. And that, that does have an that impact on so this. They are so emotionally charged, they cannot hear the reason in your argument. Because to me, when I'm listening to you, it sounds like you're talking perfectly normal. I mean, uh, you, you are telling them something that is so evidence-based. Right. And they're talking about something that's so emotionally charged, they're over the moon, and they cannot hear you and the way you're speaking they're all like okay every every time they would clear an argument they're okay you're not going to do this to me you're not going <laughs> to yell over me every single one of them start they preface the part of their conversation with that and, and they're like what and, what and, is going? and when There's we do something wrong in their when in we, their mental health i think when and we it, would make a point about you, you, you can't have collusion with so many players it's just not physically possible if you understand this it can't happen 
And then at that point, they go, well, what about when the contract says I'm going to get paid this and I don't get paid? That's not what we were talking about, but I'll take that one on too if you want. And then when I prove that point, they'll, they'll bring up some other weird thing. I, I was listening to him, and he, one of the other drivers called in or was talking, and he's like, I don't care if you don't get paid. That's not my problem. My problem are my trucks. And, and he says, well, how dare you not care about what, if I he, get paid or not? Well, I, I mean, will what, tell you, there are probably so unattached. There are probably 30 to 40 posts saying, I tell people not to try to collect their money. Did you ever hear me say that? Have you ever heard me say that? Ever? I have never heard you say that. But that there, go, I know you go look. They post that. it over and over and over. That Rutherford, what the hell is he? He calls himself an expert, which I don't. He calls himself an expert, and then he's telling people not even to bother collecting their money. That's how deranged they've become over this. Tell them, hey, we got to cut out one thing. We got to cut out. Those energy drinks. No more monsters. No more Red Bulls. <laughs> Just try that before we sit down and have a conversation. Don't come into this thing all amped up. And hey, maybe we could have a conversation. Here, here's maybe what I'll try, Lauren. What do you think about this? All these guys that... that uh are just screaming at me of how wrong I am and all. Maybe I should just send them a dental detox kit and say, use this for a week and then let's talk. <laughs> you can try it. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to I don't know what else to try. So. Kevin, I got one more question. I want to jump in. I got one more thing. It's off, totally yeah. off. But my, I have been married for 15 years this year. And my wife has finally gotten, I finally kind of got her into this. She became a client of Nutrisense. You know, she's Excellent. tracking her sugars really close and everything, doing a really good job. And I, I want to take my wife on like a health retreat or go somewhere for our 15th anniversary. I was just kind of curious, do you got any suggestions where a guy could go like somewhere? I'm, I'm open to anywhere in the country. I mean, you know, I know it might be expensive and stuff, but I was just curious, do you have any opinion on or some place that a fella could go? We were looking in the Austin area. There's a lot of spas and stuff. You know, I'm into the cold plunge thing and saunas and stuff like that. But, you know, I just was curious if you had any thoughts or have you ever gone on a retreat like that? I don't know. Boy, I'm trying to dig back through my mind. I don't think I've really been to any kind of retreat. I, I, I've been to places... Uh, but not a specific location or a specific retreat like this. You would think I would know something like that, and I'm drawing a total blank. Um, other than what you've said, you know, you found some spas that are natural. The area of the country I always think of, if I want to kind of get away and, and kind of clear my brain and kind of reset spirituality some, um, for some reason, and it's not a place I would ever want to live, but for some reason, I'm always drawn to desert environments. And the one that really comes to mind that I absolutely love, I, I do believe there's something about this place that's different. It's Sedona. Sedona is one of my favorite places. I would, I, I, I've, we've talked about buying, we almost um, bought a house there. Um, right after we bought this house, like it was less than a year after we bought this place, um, we started looking down in Sedona 
And we actually put in an offer uh, that was accepted. And then by the time it got accepted, we changed our mind. We just thought there was too much going on with this house and the business. And But at Sedona, uh, Lauren, have you ever been to Sedona? I have no, I have not. Oh, wow. I've driven through it the night, but I have not spent any time there. And I, I would like to because I've heard wonderful, wonderful things. You know, there's this like energy vortex. That, I was just going to say that. You know, I don't want to get too weird and, you know, woo-woo here, but there, there's this belief that there are actually, what's the plural, vortices, uh, that there's these natural, like, gateways to the other world or something. It can get a little weird. But I, I, I won't totally yeah. discount it either. There is something about the energy mm-hmm. there. I always, I, I, I have to say, I was not like, I mean, I was just telling you about my mental health and stuff, but I would never have asked that question. Oh, do you know a good health spa that I could go to? <laughs> I was just thinking when you were talking about that, I was like, what am I? And I'm nuts, but yeah, I, I, don't... I love the way I feel. The better, the better I have, I, I just, I just, I get into this stuff and I love finding out ways to feel better. And it's, it all started with what I put in my pie hole. And, you know, I'm certainly not one of those, like a hippie guy who does, I know I don't, I, I, I don't do yoga or I don't do anything like that, but gosh, I love, you know, I remember when I first heard you talking about the sun, I thought I was like, Getting out and getting sun, that thing. And you would say, take off all your clothes and go walk out into the sun and direct sunlight. And I was like, that's so crazy, Kevin. What are you talking about? But then I found myself doing it. I purposely go out into the sun and get like this crazy sun. And you feel so good. You do. It changes your relationship with heat. And and when you do the cold plunges and stuff, it's... My neighbors must think I'm absolutely nuts. You, you know, know, I got a cold. I just got this horse tub into my backyard, and I was going to buy a cold plunge, but it, it, my wife said no way. So, you know, the word that comes to mind. You know what these things make me feel? There's one word: alive. What's that? What's that? Alive. Yeah. That's what it, it, the, the all of these things. When I think about it, when I hear you talking about, that, I I feel like I'm alive when I do those things. It reminds you, you know, the heat, the intense heat on your body makes you remember that you're alive and the cold, oh, the cold is fighting yeah. at you Oof. makes you feel yeah. alive. I know. That's what but, I mean. But, yeah, you're exactly right. Alive. I'm alive. I'm not just this weathering flower that's dying <laughs> while you're yeah, right. flower. What a jackass yeah. I am. But, uh, yeah. you know, I'm not this leaf or whatever, this right. tree that's just destined to die. I want to live. I want to, I want to see my you know, kids grow up and I want to see them. Here's something else about the energy of places. Like I, I've mentioned Sedona specifically, but I'll also say this, Lisa and I have been looking at property since we moved here. I've talked about it. I, you know, we, I made the shift from my money's in the market. We're now going to start putting the money into real estate. We're going to become experts on the local real estate. And we've been doing that for a decade now. And we've looked at a lot of properties, a lot of them I wanted to buy. Um, Lisa's usually the one with the most common sense around this stuff. And, and she'll just start questioning me and say, well, well what about this? And I'll go, yeah, you're right. Um, we don't want this one. When, when we find the right property, we'll both know it. Um, the minute we drove into this property, I swear there was a change in, in both of us. 
And I, I didn't know really right away that Lisa was feeling that way. She may not have known. I, we've looked at a lot of properties. This never happened. There was something about the energy there. there. There's something about that place that we both said we feel alive and at peace. Just being there on that property, mm-hmm. something about that. That yeah, must be very cool. Oh, here's another cool thing it's got. So the, the, the back of the house is like on the creek. I talked about the creek actually will start flowing under the deck at one point, but they have all these like low walkway. Um, it's all um, cedar. Everything's made out of cedar and pine. Um, so there's these low walkways in the background. The landscaping's beautiful. But on one of these wooden kind of boardwalks in the back of the house, uh, they have a, you know, like those stainless steel big tanks they use on farms for water troughs and that kind of stuff. They've got a, a really nice one there on the deck and it's plumbed with both hot and cold water. So there's a, there's a soaking tub out on the deck. So I can now do my cold uh, plunges right out on the deck in this pool. Just turn on the cold water, fill it up, throw some ice in there and jump in or turn on the hot water and sit out there in like a hot tub. I, it's just every little detail about this place. Like I said, it's like somebody got into my brain and and built this place for me, for us, for Lisa, because she feels the same way. <laughs> oh, I love that. And we don't have it yet. I should I probably be careful that. about to, how excited I get about this. I know. I was thinking that, but, uh, well, if it's... Are you going to move there and live there full-time, Kevin? Absolutely. Do you still keep your house with a garden, or would you move your garden there? I don't have to move it. They have the most beautiful gardens I have ever seen in my life. Raised beds, trellises, the irrigation system is just incredible. And like I said, it's all irrigated out of a well with some of the cleanest water probably left in this country. So yeah, I don't, it's almost like I don't have to move my garden. I just start gardening right there and everything's already there. I mean, they already have, oh, the, it comes with chickens, by the way. Um, there's already a huge compost operation that they've got going on. So I'll just step right into that, uh, which is one of the things I can't do here. I've tried. I just can't produce enough compost. I have to buy a little bit of compost every year. That will go away completely. Won't have to do that anymore. Um, there's a lot of perennial plants that are already there. She's got a beautiful strawberry patch. She's got gorgeous grapevines. So yeah, it's, that's the plan. Um, we probably, I mean, we're hoping to, if it goes through, I mean, we just put in our offer yesterday, so we don't know, but we're hoping to be able to close before we have to leave in October. And then our trip is completely changed. All we're going to do is drive there, do the event, drive back. And, and then we'll be moving in. Yeah, that's the plan. Now we're keeping this house. I don't know what we're doing with it yet. We'll probably go back to the original plan, which was to convert it into a uh, vacation rental. Um, we still have our other couple of properties in the gorge. Now we've talked about it. Now that we have this, pati- oh, I keep saying now that we have, we don't yet. Stop saying that. Um, if, we get, <laughs> if we get this property, maybe I'm just trying to put that energy out to the universe so it happens. Um, you know, yeah, I, manifestation. I, I, I do that a lot. I talk about things before they happen. I talk about products. I talk about ideas. I know it drives Lisa crazy. It drives the team crazy. 
it, it's just how I do things, though. And I almost think that there's something to this. I, I, I'm not afraid to say I really want this, and I'm going to put this out to the, this energy out to the universe, and I'm going to make this happen. That, that's kind of why I do this. It's almost like I can, I can manifest it, you know, with enough good, positive there's energy. There's a lot of science that backs. Yeah, manifestation is a real thing. Yeah, you can't. Sometimes I think about things and I come up with ideas. Like if I want to buy a piece of equipment or do something with that piece of equipment, I can. I, I have this idea of manifest in my mind, but it never quite works out exactly with the picture that I have in my mind. But it does work out. Yeah, I know. I mean, right? I, I know it doesn't quite work, but it's like slightly askew, and you're like. That's funny, you know. I was just off by maybe like ten percent how this right. was going, or I had to come up with a new idea why I was going into the you know, Yeah, right. yeah. So I, I think you can tell I'm, I'm how our pretty excited about like it. Um, but yeah, that it, it if it yeah. does happen, and and we should know here in the next couple of weeks, one way or another, that we're either going to be able to negotiate something or not. Uh, so we'll know one way or another in a couple of weeks. Uh, so I, I know what I'm, what I'm pushing for and hoping for. And, um, it, it just seems like this is, this is the place, this is the right fit. Mm-hmm. So nice. Well, congratulations, Kevin. Well, hey, thank I'll you. let somebody else get in there. I'll get All out right. here. Thanks, Kevin. You're welcome. Appreciate everything you do. Uh, boy, it's almost 11 Bye-bye. o'clock, Lauren. It's a good thing. I know. Um, <laughs> it's a good thing Morgan was paying attention and she su- suspended the calls and I think her timing was absolutely perfect. I have one call left. It's Paul, and we've got about seven minutes. Paul, welcome. Howdy. 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 So just what you were talking about, you, I say you go ready, fire, aim. So you were ready, and you already fired, and now you're aiming. Yeah, well, well, well let me tell you, you're, you're spot on with that. Here's why. Um, we absolutely love the property. We see all the potential. It, I've, I've even I've called it a unicorn property. It's so unique. But, but the one thing we know we're dealing with, uh, it's going to be a major change in the house itself right now. Um, you know, with 6,000 mm-hmm. square feet and, and we work at home, we really have things in this house the way we want them. I mean, I, you know, our kitchen. Is, is, is such an important part of what we do. We have really high-end double ovens. And, you know, I talk about all the cooking appliances I have and all the different ways I can cook. And um, we have a wood stove over Take there. Take your green egg and put that on the deck. Uh, oh, yeah, the, the green egg's coming, the Traeger's coming, all that stuff. But the kitchen itself yep. has a tiny little electric stove and then a big old wood stove. And that's about it. I mean, there's not a lot of other cooking yep. appliances there. Now, I'm really looking forward to learning how to cook on a wood stove. I think it's going to be fun. And I'm going to use it a lot. I they think use that's it a lot. really cool. I do, too. I love this idea. I, I can cook with wood inside my house. How cool is that? Oh, yeah. Definitely. And this Very thing has cool. a... Keep it warm as well. You know, it's got a flat top on the top, so... You know, I, like a big flat top griddle on the top. And I, it's just, yeah, and then it heats. And then we have another oven or, or stove, wood stove in the uh, house. They primarily heat their house all year with wood. There is electric if you want it, but they said they almost never use it. I plan on not really using it. I like the idea of chopping wood. That's a really good activity. Yep. 
exercise. Absolutely. Yeah. Activity, movement. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, so I love the idea that I'm going to start heating the house with wood and cooking with wood. But <laughs> there are some things that we won't have in that house that we're really used to. The the reason we know it can work is because with all that property, at some point, we'll recreate all the stuff we really want. Mm-hmm. Very good. So I got a question and then a couple of comments. So I get raw milk from the neighbor, which they put in a plastic jug, a one-gallon jug, but it don't fit in my refrigerator in the truck. So I've got a half-gallon jug, but it's plastic. So oh. I've not been able to find a glass one that fits in my refrigerator, but I found a stainless steel. Is that just as good, or am I better to keep hunting for glass? No, I think stainless steel is fine with almost everything. I don't don't think I've ever heard of stainless steel being an issue. Aluminum we have to be careful of. And a lot of people sometimes confuse aluminum and stainless steel in cookware. Um, Aluminum is a problem. Aluminum leaches. Stainless steel doesn't. Like one of the foods you should never let into contact with aluminum is like a really highly acidic tomato sauce. That is awful if that gets near aluminum. That's where you always use stainless steel. So uh, um, canning, Uh, you know, all my canning stuff is either enamel or stainless steel. Now, the pressure canner is aluminum, but I will never use my pressure canner as a pressure cooker. Even though you can, I won't because it's aluminum. Mm -hmm. The jars, I don't care. When I'm canning food, it's in a jar. Nothing's coming in contact with the aluminum. But, yes, stainless steel, as far as I know. Lauren, are you aware of any issues with stainless steel? No, no. I mean, I think just like any kind of metal, to a certain degree, it can leach a little bit, but nothing like aluminum. And I I, I think stainless steel is definitely the safest, one of the safest. Yeah, um, and if, if you look at like cast iron or stainless steel, what we're probably going to leach is iron. So if, if you do have an iron overload problem, you might want to watch that. But I do a ton of cooking in cast iron. And I know it leaches iron, yeah. I, I, but I'm okay with yeah. that. Yeah, I am. Got to put some. Got to put some lead in your pencil occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know, I, if you got if you got to have lead in your pencil, it's a lot easier if you got someone to write to. <laughs> oh, I also don't put acidic things in my in my pressure cooker. I mean, not my pressure cooker. My iron. Oh, right. Um, my cast iron grill. Right. I, yeah, I don't either. Yeah, if it's like, acidic, I, I use stainless steel. Or yeah. Like Exactly. So uh, I got a few comments now. So when when you started down the health road, you know, it's like, yeah, I can take it or I can leave it. If if I missed the show, I didn't care. And then sometimes I'd Mm -hmm. listen and it's like, yeah, I'm not interested. I'll go listen to something else. Right. And then sometimes when you get guests on, it's like, boy, this is really interesting. Well, the more I listen, the more I want to listen. And I have made changes. So... I've kind of decided that I have the best trucking job there is because I'm outside and I'm a dedicated short pants wearer. <laughs> I've only worn long trousers twice since mid-America of 2022. Wow. That's pretty wild. Yeah. So, but I get outside 
And at this time of year, I get the sweat every day. Nice. And not just a little bit. So Texas and Oklahoma and in the south, if I'm out pulling cars for and loading cars for an hour and a half. Oh, I can imagine. I'm going to get my sweat on. And you're going to get a lot of sun exposure. Yeah, 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 but you're not allowed to take your high-vis garment off, but I'm tank top. How about if I just take my shirt off and then put the vest back on? Can I get away with that? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, but um, I wear the ta- the high vis stuff. I wear. I I actually bought New Zealand because it lasts a whole lot longer and it's better. Imagine that. Um, so it's got it's got no sleeve. It's just like a muscle shirt. So yeah, the, the high vis stuff that I'm wearing now, it's most of it's like ten years old. So yeah, it is starting to fade a little bit. But if anybody says if anybody says, "Oh, your high vis is not bright enough," I'd turn it inside out because the inside <laughs> not faded. So, yeah. There you go. <laughs> So yeah, no, you're I right. Get, That's, I uh, get plenty, plenty of walking. Yeah, get plenty of walking up, up and down ladders, reaching up above you, there pulling you go. down. That's right. So I've come to, you know, so so that's a bonus. It sure yeah. is. And then that that lady you had on today, you've had her on before, right? Uh, yeah, this was her second time, I think. Okay, well, I didn't, I didn't hear her the first time, but I think I asked you. I came on on the tail end of that day, and I, because I have. I have gingivitis, and uh, you recommended that I do start doing oil pulling. Well, me being the procrastinator that I am, I never did it. Well, see, that worked out good. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I started at nine minutes past eleven. I got a bottle of coconut oil in the truck, and it's like, oh. I just took a big swig of coconut oil, and it's like I got to do this for twenty minutes. If anybody calls me, I'm not answering. <laughs> so I did it for twenty minutes. To, so, and she said, you got to do it for 20 minutes or it's not worth it. I, uh, so I did sure. it for 22 minutes, actually. Right. But when, and I, I didn't want to stop. I didn't want to just spit it out the window. So I spat it into an empty bottle. And it's like, holy crap, it looks like dirty dishwater. Isn't that awful? Mm-hmm. I know. You're right. I should, yeah. I should tell people. I, I forgot. I forget about that. I should tell people when you're done oil pulling, spit it into a container and look at it. And... Most of us oil pull, I oil pull after I've brushed and done all that other stuff. So where yeah. is all this crap coming from? Yeah, well, I'll be, I'll be honest. I'm not really good about dental care. Like I'll, I'll, I'll pick between my teeth, you know, if I got stuff stuck in there, but I've never really been good about dental care. And, but I, I don't go to the dentist either. And apart from the few times where I've broken a tooth and, there's been a few. Do- oh, I could do a root canal. How much is that? Oh, thousand dollars. How much to pull it out? Hundred. Pull it out. So I've had a couple of teeth pulled out, but well, that's better so, than the root canal, I think. Um, now that I know this stuff. Well, that's what I thought today. It's like, oh, I, I, I saved nine hundred dollars, and then you're going to have it pulled out later. So. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. So, uh, but I think I'll, I'll. Uh, I'll jump on board and I'll go and buy the the dental kit. So, uh, you won't be disappointed. You know, I'm I pretty promise. sure I have. I have. Uh, what is it? Not. Uh, I got leaky leaky gum. Leaky gums. Go. Yeah, that's right. Leaky gum. Leaky yeah. gum disease. So yep. I better start. There you go. I'll, I'll start yeah, with my. I, pie I'm going to make a prediction. So. You're going to be calling in two weeks and telling us how crazy this is. Uh, actually, I'm going to rephrase that. I'll start with my mask hole. There we go. <laughs> That's right. 
That's right. Yeah. All right, Paul, good stuff. We're going to wrap this up here for the day, and we're going to move on over to spaces and just kind of continue this conversation. Actually, Lauren, um, I don't know if I'm really ready to do this yet, but I think I'm going to take a stab at it. If we look around at our country today, um, are there a lot of problems? Probably more than I can ever remember in my lifetime. I don't ever remember a time like this. I mean, the closest I can come, and I just don't remember it all that well, is growing up in the 60s with, you know, the hippies and Vietnam. And and, and that was a pretty wild time, too. But I I was pretty young. so I don't remember a lot of that. But I, I, I just don't remember our country ever really being this bad. And I'm not a pessimist. I am an eternal optimist. I think we can fix anything. Um, but uh, would you agree that there just seems to be an awful lot of problems in our world right now? Yes. <laughs> so, Tons. and I, I, I try not to dwell on it. And I, I've cut way, way back on news and, and I'm happier because of it. I don't need to be watching news all day long every day. It was... Uh, really not good for my health. So I've cut way, way back on that. And I think by cutting back and not being immersed in it every day, um, it, it's given me a little more room to kind of think about, you know, we, we can't just keep pointing out all the problems. What are the solutions? You know, we, we've got to start working on solutions. And in order, I, you know, I take the same approach that you and I take to health. If we are going to try to solve a problem, mm-hmm. the very first step is we have to find the true root cause of the problem, right? Yes, absolutely. You have to. And when I try to take that approach with our country, okay, what is the root cause of how did we take – I don't think there's any argument this. I, I think that the U.S. built a, a, a system of, of politics and economics – that created things that had never been created before. Now, a lot of them were not good. I'll actually even start to admit that. But um, how did we go from that to where we are now? What went wrong? What, what was the, what is the root cause of why we have so many problems today? And it, it's not simple. I mean, you know, economies and cultures and people, it, it's complicated. There's a million things going on. But I, I really brought it down to this. And I, I don't know that I'm 100% right, but I think I'm pretty darn close. If I had to say what the root cause of, of most of our problems are or the way we could potentially fix them, it would be by addressing health. It's not politics. It's not the southern border. It's not monetary policy. It's not the politicians. Those things are all factors, no doubt. But let's think mm-hmm. about it. I believe that there's some movement in this world, whether it's completely organized or it's happening by chance. There, there is a, a huge push to control people, right? Yeah. I think that's definitely. part of the root cause is we have, we have elites and politicians and, and billionaires, and, and they are attempting to control people. And what is the easiest way to control a human being? Make them sick. Yeah, control their health. Control their health. Make them sick. I agree with that. This yeah. could be the root cause. Because then everything mm. else they're trying to do... If you make somebody sick enough, everything else they're trying to do is easier. 
Yeah. You want to convince somebody to wear a mask? You want to convince somebody to take a vaccine oh. that nobody in their right mind should have been willing to take? You make them sick. So how do we fight back? Easy. It's not as hard as we thought. The one thing that we still have, I, I will say, virtually complete control over. I don't feel like I have complete control over my financial um, life anymore. I, I'm, I, I, I've said it many times. The, the, everything has changed. The, the patterns we used to recognize, the strategies we used to use, they, they don't necessarily work anymore. And I think that's on purpose. I think our economy is being manipulated. No, I know it's being manipulated and not in a good way. And you know what? I can't change that. I don't have enough control over the financial system. I like I, I you know, I did what I thought was the right thing. I saved a bunch of cash and, and I've talked about why I did it. But then I also talked about how worried I'm getting that they're going to collapse our dollar. And if they collapse our dollar, I, yeah. all that work was for nothing. I'll be in the same position everybody else is, even though I did all the right things and sacrificed and saved all that money. If they collapse the dollar, it's not, I'm not going to be in very good financial shape. That's why I, I want to get this. Here's yeah. another reason why I want this property right now. I don't care if I overpay for this. I've, I, I know it makes Lisa crazy because she's like the master negotiator and she's going to get us a killer deal on this, I'm sure. But I've looked at her and said, I don't care if we have to overpay for this property. I would rather have my cash in this asset. They can't crash this asset. I have a place, a very, very sustainable place to live a very good life once I buy this. But, but the money mm -hmm. I have sitting in the bank, that, that could go away. Yeah. So that's a scary thought. It is. I know. And so what is left that I can really control? And what I can control is, and that's another reason why I'm buying this or want to buy, really want to buy a property like this. And now that I've seen one mm -hmm. and I, I've put so much thought into it, if we don't get this one, I think it's going to become an obsession to find another one. I, it's changed the way I think. And I, I, I see now that one yeah, of the few things that. we have control over is our everyday life, where and how we live. We still have a lot of control over that and our health. I believe we have total control over our health. Mm. And everything else in my I, life almost feels okay. like it's, it's becoming farther and farther out of my own control. And my philosophy has always been you put your time and energy into things you can control, not things you can't. Mm -hmm. So I think the single biggest way we all fight back against this is by becoming outrageously healthy and they can't stop us. I like that. So I think that's going to be the, the like theme for the space. So I might repeat everything I just said on the space. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. So speaking of, uh, yeah, go ahead. Actually, no, because I'll just open up another can of worms. We'll say it for the space. <laughs> All right. I know how that goes. All right. So we're going to wrap this up. Yeah. It is a, uh, it's about 1113 here on the West Coast. So that means we will start our space at 1130. I'm going to take a quick break, get everything set up, and we will launch the space at 1130. Sound good? Sounds good. All so right. far, so good over here. All right. We will see you right. there. Be safe, be profitable, be fit and healthy. Always. Do the hard work and master the journey.